0: The Dukes will kick off right to left as we view it at Delaware Stadium. They're in their road white uniforms, the white helmets, and the purple pants. Delaware will move left to right in their blue home uniforms, blue helmets that look like Michigan, and the yellow pants today. And it will be Jordan Towns on the return, stuck at the 19-yard line. Great job on special teams that time. It was Jalen Walker, the true freshman linebacker, who's going to be a heck of a player on defense, makes a great play on special teams. And that's one thing I ended with Coach Signetti. Their
1: coverage has been really, really good here the last few weeks. The tackling defensively has not been great, but I would say you're exactly right. The tackling with the special teams has been sharp. Jalen Walker sets it up with a really nice one-on-one stop to start this game.
0: It is Zach Gwinnett quarterback. He has taken over since Nolan Henderson has gone down. He had a head injury last week, but he is out there and will start today, completing 51% of his passes, 397 yards, three TDs. And four interceptions. Dejon Lee will get the first carry. Chris Chukwunecki slows him up, yeah. and he's got him up in the air. And then over there is Isaac Ukwu to slam him down for a loss of one on the play. Give Chris a lot of credit. Won't get the tackle, but slowed Dejon Lee up to get help from his teammates and first one there was Isaac Ukwu
1: we saw Chuck Winnicki last week of course do a lot of that getting into the backfield And there he starts his first defensive play of the afternoon in the same situation
0: DeJon Lee having his best season he was a CA offensive player of the year having 5.7 yards per carry so far this season just two scores to his name Gren will throw for the first time looks out of the backfield now throws it deep left sideline it's going to be incomplete Thyrick Pitts was right there but good coverage by Taurus Carroll some miscommunication between Gwynn and Pitts, their top receiver. He's a threat on the outside, but not if it's thrown like that.
1: We hope our fans heard in the pregame show Coach Signetti saying we really need to. And you heard uh, Heatherman as well, the defensive coordinator, say we need to shut down the run to make them a one-dimensional team.
0: Well, here you go, third and long. Delaware on third down so far this year, only 31%. They are 10th out of 12 teams in the C.A. Here comes pressure. He's under pressure, scrambles away. He's back near the goal line. He goes down at the two-yard line. A host of defenders right there. Kelvin azanba Isaac Uku, and others, and a loss back to the two-yard
1: line, fourth down for Delaware. Uh, if, uh, that's a sack, would you call it one? It certainly was indeed. It's going to be Azanaba who back. gets it. Yeah, Azanaba you- will get the sack. The sack to give back. Food Lion Feeds just uh, donated another 1,000 meals to feed our neighbors right here in Harrisonburg. Keep cheering on the sacks and help giving back. The Blue Hens have had three punts blocked, and the, the Dukes don't quite get there.
0: Short kick doesn't even get to the 40-yard line. It will bound across the 45 and be down to the 46. What did I say coming into the stadium today? I said, let's defer if we win the toss. Let's get three and out, get the ball around the 50 and go score a touchdown. So far,
1: so good. Now let's see if we can go get six. (laughs) Right. Great field position to start. And you did say that. I said, what do you do if you win the toss today? And that was Dave's response. And the Dukes right now are right on cue and schedules they set up inside the delaware 50 they're at the plus 46
0: now as antoine wells jr comes split to the near side left chris thornton to the far side right a two tight end set on this formation Percy a. j obesey the back and he will get the carry on first down he's got a decent size hole and will spin to the 40 right between the hash marks as he gets six yards on first down good start to the run game as coming up to make the tackle for the blue hens that time was linebacker johnny buchanan
1: He's an all-CAA performer as Buchanan. They're also missing, though, today, Colby Reeder, their other linebacker on the other side. His brother starts for the Chargers.
0: Short motion from Wells. He's a winging on the left side. It's going to be a handoff to Percy again. Hit at the line of scrimmage, falls forward for two. It'll be a third and short now for the Dukes, and they are first in the CAA in third down conversions at 47%. Helps to have a third and short. They'll have third
1: and two from the 39 now about the 38th of Delaware. You already can see the Dukes uh, really trying to get their line engaged with this three-down front of Delaware.
0: This is probably four-down territory right here. We'll see if Percy gets a third consecutive tote. He will, and he will not have the first down. He gained about a half-yard, maybe a full-yard. It's going to be fourth down
1: coming up and at least a yard, maybe a yard and a half. The bandit, DeLon Darien came around from the backside, and just like the Dukes' Chuck Maneki. Coach Signetti
0: has no top. issue, just like the Villanova game on that one drive where he went for it twice. Let's go for it. Antoine Wells Jr. gets lined up here on the near side left. They fake the snap and look to the sideline. On fourth down this year, the Dukes are 6 out of 8. They were 4 for 4 against Nova. Zero for 4 against everybody else. Wing left side is Clayton Cheatham. Percy stays in the football game on fourth and about a yard and a half. Cole claps his hands. It's going to be a handoff to Percy. Fights
1: for yardage. I don't think he got it. Uh, he gained about a yard, but... Uh, that uh, gamble right there, and Villanova, i mean, excuse me—Delaware feels charged up defensively as he went far into the a short. gap.
0: Yep. They're four yards short. They didn't even have to measure, so they get six on first down and could not get the first down. As much as your running game needs to get going, well, that will hurt the confidence a little bit as they turn the football over on downs at the Blue Hen 37-yard line. It'll be first and ten for Delaware. Well, that's a missed opportunity for James Madison. Gwynn will come back at it, quarterback. Again, even Danny Rocco, their head coach, said will likely play three of them. In motion to the far left sideline is Braden Bros. It's a handoff to Lee. He's in the secondary, and Q Reed's going to have to make a touchdown-saving tackle across midfield at the 47-yard line. Though he will pick up 16 yards. Dejon Lee, one of the top backs in the CAA.
1: The 99th carry of the season, 562 yards coming in this game. And a long of 71, and it didn't take a lot, Dave, to get his thin body through that little crease in the defensive line. Lee, 5'7",
0: 180, graduate student Quincy Watson, one of their backups, 5'10", 190. It's Watson now in the backfield here. Now into JMU territory, football at the 47 of the Dukes. Damali goes in motion, the tight end. Zone read, here's a cutback run. This is Watson. Tries to go underneath Isaac Uku, but Isaac able to hold on to his jersey, knock him down with Diamante Tucker-Dorsey
1: as well. Had been a loss of a yard on the play there. So second 11 coming up from the Dukes 48-yard line. Mike Green took a nice inside rush, kind of turned that play of Watson back into Uku and uh, got good penetration and made that difference in the play.
0: The Blue Hens will bring in Anthony Paoletti. He is their their Wildcat quarterback, he's their running quarterback. One for three this year, six yards, but 33 rushes for 128 yards. Watson goes in motion. It's a fake to him, and guess what? Payaletti's going to run the football. Diamante Tucker Dorsey says you're not going to go too far. As so he gets across the 45, up the left hash of the 44-yard line. He'll pick up four yards, but now a third down coming up. For Delaware, third down and seven.
1: We'll bring Gwen Cignetti. back into the football
0: game. So right. that's one thing that Coach Signetti talked about, one of the keys in this game. No personnel, no formations, no who's in the football game at quarterback, and they've got to adjust to which quarterback is out there. Now it's Zach Gwen, their thrower. He's from Wilmington, Delaware, but he is a transfer from East Carolina. He went to ECU. Third down and seven for Delaware. 0-for-1 on third down so far. Pressure comes. Quick catch by Gene Coleman down the seam. He's going to have enough for a first down and spin for more yards as Torres Carroll was there with Kelvin Azama. Looked like a zone, and Azama dropped and just couldn't get to Coleman in time as they pick up their first third-down
1: conversion to the Dukes. 34 on this near side right hash. It was a zone defense, and the wide receivers did a nice job of all of four of them getting beyond the first-down marker.
0: First down 10, we have 10 minutes to play here in the opening quarter. No score, Blue Hens with their second possession of the football game. Dejon Lee back in the game. they will send a receiver in motion to the near sideline, that's Collins. Now he'll go back to the left side, they give it to him. It's James Collins trying to get the outside cut down quickly by MJ Hampton. We're starting to see more of MJ now on defense after he had a battle injuries early in the season. He came in like a missile that time, shot low, cut his feet out from under him for no gain on the play for Coleman on that fly sweep to the far side left. Second down now in 10 from the Duke's 34-yard line. We have 9.22 left here in this opening quarter of play. And now it looks like a timeout is going to be called by Delaware, I do believe. So the Blue Hens will call a timeout. 9.21 to play here in this opening quarter. Now there's an injured Duke out there. That's why there's a timeout. It's Q. Reed.
1: Way back in the secondary, not near the, the play. And they tend to his right leg. Looking kind of at the knee area right now of Q,
0: and uh, he's, he's a guy that just keeps getting better and better. He's only a sophomore, and I, I think his best football is ahead of him, but he's playing pretty at a pretty high level right now. But, Out of Concord. Excuse me. They're going to take a TV timeout, so we'll go ahead and take it as well. We'll take a radio timeout. How about that? There we'll do that. 9-21 <laughs> to play. Opening quarter, Blue Hens on the move. They've got a second and ten coming up. No score. As we continue from Delaware Steady, we're listening to James Madison Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network.
1: Well, Delaware took the opening kickoff, and uh, the Dukes defense did their job and forced a punt. And the Dukes got their possession at the Delaware 46 yard line, but turned it over on downs as Percy They was stopped on fourth. And Delaware is taking a little bit of this momentum from their own 37 down at the uh, Dukes 34 right now after the injury timeout. Did
0: not look good for Q Reed. He tried to walk off under his own power and couldn't do it, so needed help to walk off the football field. That is not great news. MJ Hampton, who did play a little free last week, is going to, going to see if they were going to move him back. I think they brought Sam Kidd in the football game, so Sam will be the free safety now instead of Q Reed. Second down and 10 yards to go for Delaware. They move left to right, 9-14 to play as the clock moves. No score. Here in this opening quarter, it's a fade to the far side left, going up as thyroid pits. He makes the catch, but he's out of bounds. Greg Ross in coverage went up high. Pretty good ball. Couldn't keep a foot in bounds, though, as he made the catch and landed on the boundary that time. It'll be third down and 10 now for the Blue Hens at the 34 of James Madison.
1: But sent seven defensively that time and went one-on-one on the outside coverage all near the JMU sideline. Would have been enough, as Dave said, for the first down. A thrown out of bounds. Accuracy has not been the number one thing for Gwynn. Sixty-four no percent, but in recent weeks, less than that—fifty-one
0: percent for the season. He's thrown four picks and only three touchdowns. Now they'll go both running backs will move into wing positions here with this offense. They will max protect. They want to go down the left sideline. Nowhere to go. Over the middle. And it's going to be tipped by Kelvin Azanama. Boy, the man behind him was open. Jordan Townsend. But Azanama leaps in the air. Got his hand on the football. Knocked it down. And almost had a chance to pick that thing off. But a good job to drop in zone coverage that time by Kelvin. They beat him the first time.
1: Not the second time. It'll be third down. Make it fourth and long. And they will bring on the field goal units. He's only 5 feet 11 inches tall. But he stretched out for that one. And it took everything he had for the Chesterfield native Azanama. looking for uh, an interception. This will be a 52-yard attempt from Ryan Coe. He's made one from 53
0: this year. He's 9 for 10. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up into the wind. It is long enough, and it is good. Ryan Coe, he was second team all CAA one season ago. He knocks in the field goal from 52 yards away, and the Blue Hens strike first. Number 23, Delaware 3, and number 7, James Madison nothing Eight fifty-three to go we'll come back with the kickoff as we continue with James Madison football the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network it's an onside kick attempt by Ryan Coe but a tremendous job on special teams we've seen it already from Jalen Walker he went and attacked the football grabbed it didn't let it even go 10 yards and a good job to do that so the Dukes will have tremendous field positions they try an onside kick after the field goal didn't even go 10 yards, and Walker able to pick it up. He's on that front line. They weren't expecting it, but a tremendous play by Jalen, and they are set up in plus territory again.
1: Well, it so often is, Davey. you get that situation where you turn your head and you start to retreat, and that way good yep. Jalen Walker kept his head forward to the ball.
0: 3 nothing Delaware. Here is a handoff to Latrell Palmer. He's hit the line of scrimmage and dropped for no gain. Good job to knife in there. It was the defensive end. Artist Hemingway, Richard senior from Hillside, New Jersey who makes the tackle his 10th of the season. No gain for per- for uh, Latrell Percy, four carries, nine yards. Now Luttrell, one for zero. So five carries for the Dukes and nine rushing yards. Not off to a great start after that six-yarder on the opening play. Bracey's going to stay in the game. They're going to bring all three receivers to the near side left now for Cole Johnson. Yet to throw a Pass. And it's going to be a fake and a run for Cole on a zone read. He's going to have a little seam and then stumble over the 35 and fall forward to the 31-yard line. Not the graciest thing we've ever seen, but it still goes for 13 yards. The grace, most graceful thing we've ever seen. But it goes for 13 yards. They move the chains for the
1: first time. Well, the fake to Latrell Palmer, and he got blistered. Did Palmer by Liam Trainer, the linebacker. Good fake by the quarterback.
0: Here's Cole Johnson again. Zone read this time. He does give to Latrell. He bursts through a hole and gets about three as he gets – to the 28-yard line, and maybe even more to the 27. So four on first down for Latrell Palmer on that zone read right up the middle. Second down and six yards coming up. We're near the midway point of the opening half, and it's starting to rain now. This was not in the no forecast. Way. It's starting to rain. Here is Percia J. Obese who gets one yard to the 36, falls to the 35, so they're going to give him two. But it is now starting to rain here at Delaware Stadium as we see the fans scamper to try and get – rain gear on, but this was not in the forecast. It was gorgeous about an hour ago, and now it's cloudy and raining for the second consecutive week on the Dukes. 3 nothing Blue Hens with 7-12 to go in the opening quarter. Third down and four yards to go from the Delaware 25-yard line. And now coming on late is Solomon Van Horst. They're having a hard time getting the right personnel on the field. Solomon will come in now for Percy, and now I believe the Dukes have to call a timeout. Kurt Signetti not happy with that. Shaking his head and
1: they were guys weren't sure who was going to be on the field. Down to our left, you see the clouds and the rain off in the distance. And to our right, we see a little sunshine. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like the field is divided exactly at the 50.
0: It is. You look over by the baseball field and the practice fields right, over there, right. and it's uh, pouring rain and dark. And then you look to your right, and it is. It's a little few clouds, but bright over there. So, a timeout called by Kurt Signator, the head football coach at James Madison, as his team is having trouble getting the right personnel. But, you know, early on, pretty good job by this Blue Hens defense to, to contain the run game. The Dukes have not been able to get that going early in this contest. Last week, Delaware gave up a 99 yard touchdown to Stony Brook's running back, and so far... That was a first down play. It maybe. was first and ten from the one, <laughs> one, and they gave up a 99. Opponents the last couple of weeks, Rhode Island ran for 177. Delaware, excuse me, uh, Stony Brook ran for 251. Early on in the season, they were pretty good against the run. Mainly only had 48 yards, Albany 77. For the last couple of weeks, teams have really ran the football well, and Coach Cignetti, you even heard him on pregame say, we need and should be able to run the football against these guys, but... Hopefully that will open up, Coach. even mentioned this week that you know our young guys—they're just—they're young. They're, they're not getting the push that we're used to seeing in our run game. We've got talented backs, but we've got to be able to move those defensive linemen. And this is a defense that has a three-down front. It's an aggressive style of defense, and sometimes that can cause offensive line some problems. Cole hasn't thrown the football yet so far in the game. I think they want to have a game where they they. Let him throw it 15, 20 times and, and run the football 50 to 55 times in a football game. We'll see how this plays out. They're trying to establish it early. You can tell.
1: Well, Delaware has been active defensively, getting in behind the JMU offensive line, trying to make the tackles from behind. Second, the, second trip into the to Delaware Territory this afternoon on their second possession. Started both drives in Delaware Territory. Yeah, really.
0: Be a shame not to get any points out of either of these drives. Still a chance here, though, third down, fourth. Football at the 25. Solomon Van Horses the back to the left of Cole Johnson. Three receivers to the far side right. One to the near side left is Antoine Wells, Jr. Cole Johnson. Long cadence. Gets the chest-eye snap. Looking left side. Wide open. Solomon Van Horse out of the backfield of the 20-15. Shoved that out of bounds for a first down at the 10-yard line. So Solomon had the touchdown last week. That's his on the season for Solomon, that is his third receiving touchdown this year, and he's going to get about 15 here. They'll move the chains and be in the red zone. They're in the O'Neill's go red zone for the first time. Can they cap it off, though? Turkey's Cheese take first down. With a touchdown. It is from the 10-yard line, and Delaware's trying to call timeout. They're going to get it. Jumping up and down was Kedrick Whitehead, their senior safety they were not lined up correctly, and they I'm not sure they had 11 guys on the football field. He was jumping up and down the line scrimmage with his hands in the air together like a timeout. So he was trying to get it called. They did blow it dead just before the Dukes snapped the football. But now first and goal from the 10-yard line, this team, if you didn't hear the stat during pregame, in their last three football games, James Madison has been in the red zone 14 times. They have only scored five touchdowns in those 14 times in the red zone. That's a problem. That's not a good that's – that's an awful number. So that's something that has to improve, especially against football teams. And obviously, if they're playing one today, they've got to cash in. They can't settle for three on these drives, and it's got to continue to get better as this season continues. Out of the timeout, Percy J. Obese is going to come into the football game. Two tight ends set. Attached on the right side is Noah Turner. The wing on that side is Clayton Cheatham. Hand off to Percy J. Obese. He's going to hit the line of scrimmage and fall forward for one. Off left guard, left tackle that time. Really nowhere to go. Knifing in there to help make the stop was Chase McGowan from his defensive end position. Scott Bracey will come into the football game now for Clayton Cheatham. So a three receiver set. Antoine Wells, Jr., Scott Bracey, Chris Thornton all go to the far side right now. They are bunched together that way. Percy stays in the football game as a receiver. It's a handoff to Percy, hesitates, goes around the right end, and he will battle for yardage and get down to the 7-yard line. Only two there. So it'll be a third and goal, a couple of running plays from the 10 and the 9, and now they get down to the 7-yard line, third down and goal as the sun now is out, and there's a rainbow that overlooks <laughs> Beautiful Delaware site. Stadium.
1: Sun right at the back of the JMU Dukes. McGowan doing a nice job. They all see a defensive end on that last play for Delaware. Up front, they play that three-man front, but it's not an aggressive three-man front, Dave.
0: The backers are the ones that yeah, are the aggressive ones, for sure. Are. Two receivers near side left. Chris Thornton not in the football game. It's Bracy and Wells near side left. Now Wells motion left side. Snap back to Cole. It's going to be a busted play. He wasn't sure if he was going to give it to Percy or not. He almost fumbled the snap. He's going to be sacked back at the 13-yard line. They have been their own worst enemy at times in the red zone. We saw Cole trip over Latrell last week, and now the mesh point on that one with Percy was not good. He almost fumbled the football, didn't even have a chance to throw it, and he loses yardage
1: in a sack on the play of six yards. We'll bring in Ethan Ratke. Well, defensively, they sent a lot of people. All the defensive backs came to put the pressure. Cole had no way to roll to his right.
0: This will be a 30-yard field goal from Ethan Ratke. Good snap. Good hold. The kick by Ethan is right down the center. He has tied the football game at 3 with 4.46 to play here in this opening quarter. We'll come back with a kickoff. 3-3 ties. We roll on right here on the Morse Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Good coverage again on special
1: teams. Only getting out to the 20-yard line that time. Chris Czekwinecki coming down and making good contact with the turn man to keep it right at the 20-yard line. Second time today that Delaware has started at their own 20. It was Gene Coleman on the return that time, his first of
0: the season, one of their top receivers, and they begin at their own 20-yard line. Moving left to right, the Sun now out here at Delaware Stadium, 440 to play in the opening quarter. 3-3 tie, JMU has began inside UD territory twice, and they only have three points to show for it. Another trip in the red zone that ends in a field goal. Good to get points, but... Payaletti is going to be the, the Wildcat quarterback who will start this series. It's going to be a handoff left side. That is one of their backup running backs this time getting the carry. It's Justice Henton, excuse me, it's Marcus Yams, sophomore from Salisbury, Maryland. And he's going to go around left end for just a couple of yards. That's it. He's tackled at the 22 yard line. It'll be a second and
1: eight coming up. A little bigger back, close to 200 pounds. But he quickly comes out of the ballgame.
0: And it'll be DeJon Lee back into the, go- the contest on second down of eight. And now Gwyn is back in at quarterback, so they're shuffling guys in and out personnel-wise. That's why Coach Signetti talked about that. They've got to know who's in the football game. Fake handoff, pressure coming. Gwen fires, and it's going to be intercepted near sideline. Diving is MJ Hampton. He rips it away from the wide receiver and makes the pick
1: at the 34-yard line for MJ Hampton, his second career INT. Well, give a lot of credit to Bryce Carter who forced the quarterback way back there and shoved him down as he let the pass go. No roughing called. There wasn't any. And the interception is uh, Gwen just let that one go.
0: Great play by MJ as they've had to shuffle some of that secondary around because of the injury early in this contest to Q Reed. But MJ, again, now that he's healthy back, he's making plays on special teams playing more defense and gets his second career INT. I think folks remember the first one a few years ago against uh, Nova for the TD. Dukes have had all the field position in the first half. Need to take advantage. Three receivers far side right. Cole Johnson is just a straight drop this time. Once you go left side and he will to Latrell Palmer out of the backfield. Antoine blocking for him will get positive yardage across the 30 it looks like to the 29-yard line for a gain of five on first down. So they began all three drives in Delaware
1: territory here in this opening quarter with 3.45 to play. Well, uh, for Palmer, that's his fourth, fifth reception of the season. Don't see him catch a lot we to have to go here in a tie ball game, 3-3, first quarter. In
0: motion to the near side left is Chris Thornton to give to Latrell Palmer. Trying to be patient, find a little bit of a seam, and then he powers his way. They're trying to rip the football out. I don't think it ever did come. It was close. He gets two to the 27-yard line. and That'll bring up another third down and about three yards to go for James Madison. This first quarter just running right away. Both teams running the football quite a bit. Solomon Van Horse will come in for Latrell and not many big holes yet early in this football game to run the ball through. So far, the Dukes have 25 rushing yards. Only 45 yards on their 13 plays. Third down three, Cole Johnson gets the snap. Deep shot right side is going to be complete on the far side inside the 20-yard
1: line. Reggie Brown, I believe. Reggie Brown, he's out there, yep. Been really coming around the last few weeks. You know, the catch for a touchdown up at uh, New Hampshire kind of got him going. Ergie's she stick. first down into the O'Neill's Grill red zone. The 20-yard line, so back in the red
0: zone again. I say we see the Dukes score six here not get just three, huh? Let's see what they do. Antoine Wells comes to the near side left. Brown will stay in the game. He's to the far side right. Percy J. Obese is the back. Fake handoff to him. Cole stands high in the pocket, goes over to Antoine Wells. And it's going to be deflected, knocked away. A good defensive play by Justice Henley, their corner. Antoine had his hands on it, then it was kind of pushed out of there by Henley as he was trying to go at about the 7 or 8-yard line up the left hash.
1: Yeah, not much more you can do except throw the ball down and away. That ball was right at his helmet. And you're right, Henley just reached around with that offhand, didn't touch the receiver and able to knock it down. 2:24 24 to play here in the opening quarter. 3-3 three, three tie.
0: Third possession for James Madison. They move left to right, or excuse me, right to left. Now Austin Douglas is the back in the football game. Cole Johnson three-step drop looks right side, going to fire that way toward the end zone. Reggie Brown was open and he overshot him at the one-yard line. Boy, Reggie, a good route. Cole would like to have that one back because he had him wide open
1: and could not connect. Well, it looked like to me that Cole was kind of looking for him to go to the back corner of the end zone and not cut it off right at the goal line. But he was open. He did have time in the pocket. Nick Kidwell with a nice block on the right side. The defense Keeping the defensive end out of Cole's face. Third down again. Dukes on third down so far today.
0: Are two out of four. Three receivers near side left. Devin Ravenel has checked into the game also. With Solomon Van Horses in the backfield. Cole Johnson gets the waist-high snap. Looks left side. Now goes over the middle of the football for Solomon, who had it, lost it, and it's incomplete. He was about five yards shy of the sticks anyway. A little wheel right out of the backfield. Cole so, didn't want to go anywhere else, did he? They did not give him the completion might have been a fumble had they called it a, com- a completion but again we'll have to settle for a field goal attempt once they got into the red zone and once they got in the red zone they didn't get any further so this will be a 37 yard attempt on the season Ethan Ratke is now 14 out of 16 Longo 44 had the two misses in the same game a couple of weeks ago I'll try and forget about that one here's Ethan on the attempt and it will be right down the middle again. No problem that time. A 37-yard field goal by Ethan Ratke is good. We have 2-10 to play here in this opening quarter, and the Dukes take their first lead. It's 6-3 to in a battle of field goals. Boy, three possessions in this quarter have begun in
1: Delaware territory. Only six points to show for it. Delaware's hanging in right now. Yeah, no, they really are, and the Dukes are trying to press the action. You get that, that t- total dedication to just driving the football best they can but you really worry that this field position that the Dukes have owned here in this first quarter can come back to bite them because they have not been able to catch in for the six. But you do see some improvement, I think, in the offensive lines blocking. But give Delaware that credit because they're th- throwing a lot of people at the line of scrimmage, Dave. 2-10 to play here in this opening quarter. 6-3, to three, James Madison. Seven play, 14 yards, the tie length. Minute 47 used off the scoreboard clock. Dukes with their first lead of the afternoon. Camden Wise will kick off now for James Madison.
0: Wise on the season, including a couple today. Has now 47 kickoffs, six touchbacks. No kicks out of bounds so far this year. Camden, the redshirt sophomore, boots this one away. It'll be Gene Coleman will take it from about the numbers, the seven-yard line on the near side. Comes up the numbers, angles outside of the 20, and he won't even get to the 25-yard line. He's spun out of bounds.
1: Anytime on special teams, you can keep a team inside the 25 or 20 is an advantage for your defense, of course. For Ratke, is 87th field goal and now it's 463 career points, one point below Cooper Cup. <laughs> wow, what a player for the Rams, huh? For fourth place all-time in FCS scoring. Seth
0: Nautala will come into the stat sheet now as he gets attacked on special teams. The backup linebackers. And it will be pay. Pe- no, it will be Gwynn who will start this series. Zach Gwynn, the redshirt junior from Wilmington, Delaware, an East Carolina transfer has he played it for Mike Houston down there. It's a handoff to Lee, and he has got nowhere to go. Great form tackle and jumping on oh, top wow. with Sam Kidd a little bit late. The first man there was Wayne Davis from his safety spot. He stuck him in the hole.
1: <laughs> no gain that time for Dejon Lee. Bryce Carter also there. So the Dukes are doing what Coach Heatherman talked about in the pregame, getting a lot of hats around this football and, and polishing it off. You, know, you can almost look for the aggressiveness of this JMU defense. You almost would wish to see Delaware try something a little fancy, a little trickery.
0: Okay, if they just do this. Okay.
1: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Lead to the right of Zach Gwynn.
0: They stack two receivers on the far side left. Now coming in motion is Braden Bros. He's going to protect, help protect at least. They're going to try and take a shot on the left sideline. It's going to be interference, I believe. It'll be Swan was right with Pitts, and he had his hands all over him and essentially pulled him
1: down. So there was no doubt that was going to be called. Well, You're always taught as a defensive back at this level that if you feel you're beaten, and I think he lost the ball. He did not see where it was. He realized he was letting Pitts get away from him. He just reached out and pulled him down. So Jordan Swan, the main transfer.
0: Getting a lot of run right now again, as Clint mentioned. Wesley McCormick still probably a little ways away from coming back. Did make the trip, did not suit out. Torres Carroll, Greg Ross getting the starts, but Jordan Swan kind of rotating in with those guys. First down. Puts the football at the 40-yard line as they near midfield now. First down and 10 for Delaware. They move left to right here in this opening quarter. Hand off to Lee. Bounces to the outside, and good job by Greg Ross to set the edge. Of the corner would not let him turn the corner, so he turns him back into his defender, defensive teammates. Isaac Uku was over there. Helps make the stop. DeMonte De- Tucker-Dorsey. It's going to be a three-yard gain to the 43 for DeJon Lee.
1: Well, DeJon Lee has always been a quick hitter. I mean, he will hit the hole faster than just about anybody else. He's counting on to get past that initial tackler and getting it to the upper level. Going to go
0: under center this time. Everybody's bunched near the formation. Going to go in motion with Gene Coleman. Fake to him. Give and hit the backfield immediately. Welcome to the club. (laughs) That was Bryce Carter was the first one there. Also there for the Dukes was James Carpenter. Those two combined, and they hit him four yards in the backfield. Back of the 39-yard line. It'll be third and 11 now. (laughs)
1: Looked like the Dukes wanted to take the handoff. It was like they didn't get blocked. I mean, (laughs) I don't think they did. Oh, my. That's likely going to be the last play
0: of the first quarter. There's 15 seconds. They don't have to run a play if they don't want to, but they may. Gwynn will stay in the game. He's in the shotgun. Going to fake the snap. And then Jordan Swan, they weren't going to snap it. They were going to let the clock run out. And Swan,
1: he pushed the receiver after the fake snap. So it's going to be offsides on the defense. Well, you try to jam the receiver right, but not across the line of scrimmage uh, and into the backfield. They so were the not going to make a mistake They're going to bring up third down in about six. So
0: that will run, and that will be it. So Jordan Swan makes a couple mistakes on the drive, and now instead of a third and 11... A manageable third down and six. That will happen when we return. We're through 15 minutes after one quarter of play. James Madison leading Delaware 6-3 to three as we continue
1: with James Madison football on the Morse Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, if you're a JMU fan, 6th grade or below, register to win the Top Dog Experience presented by Riddleberger Brothers, Incorporated. To register for the VIP experience, visit slash top dog. Well, one chapter of this ball game is complete this afternoon here in Delaware. Dukes leading the uh, 6-3 team. The Dukes have uh, 54 total yards to 13 for Delaware in this ball game, but of course a lot of the defensive effort has put the uh, Delaware Blue Hens in negative formation. 27 yards in the through the air for the Dukes uh, through the air and 27 on the ground. First downs are equal at 3 and 3 so far in the early going. And Dave, what surprised you about the first quarter of play on either team?
0: Well, I, I think the lack of a running game for JMU right now, because we saw first place six yards since that They haven't had a run of both more than four yards. So they're, they're struggling to run the football, and they're selling out to stop the run, and JMU just not connecting the dots so far here offensively when they've had great field position. Third down six for Delaware. Here's the pressure. Bryce Carter from the outside. Gwynn steps up, throws it short of the sticks, but missing a tackle. Is that Ross who came flying up? I think it was Greg who missed that tackle, and Gene Coleman has the first down for Delaware. He's across midfield to the 49-yard line. Yeah, Greg came flying, had a chance to make the stop short of the sticks, and we've seen missed tackles at times be a problem for this defense. That's one of the few problems they have because this has been the most consistent unit by far this season.
1: So Paoletti will come in. They're a Wildcat quarterback. Abby Conje is now in there, Thurston up front. Who's that? Sean Johns on the far side? Can't see the left defensive end for Jamion. You know?
0: So Paoletti
1: fakes the snap.
0: Now it's a direct snap to the running back, and he will run. Paoletti will lead the way, and he will get four yards around the left end. Diamante Tucker Dorsey and Kelvin Azanama, also Antonio Kolklaw, was right there to help make the stop. But they snap to their fourth-string running back, Marcus Yams, the six-foot, hundred ninety-five-pound sophomore. How would you like to be the quarterback? They say lead your fullback into the hole, huh? <laughs> he's a true Wildcat quarterback, I guess. And now well, I guess Gu- he is. Uh, Gwen will come into the football game again. So rotating quarterbacks, we've just seen the two so far. They've done this, though, pretty much the entire season up to this point, especially with Henderson being out, their starting quarterback. Short motion from Coleman on the right side, second down and six from the JMU 45-yard line. Fake handoff pass to the right side for their tight end, Van Damia, and he will get short yardage between the hash and the numbers up to the 42-yard line, three-yard gain. A host of JMU defenders over there. DeMonte Tucker Dorsey helped out. Wayne Davis got the tackle. So, third down and three coming up for Delaware so far. On third down,
1: they are two out of four. Gwynn with a really quick hot shot out to his tight end. He did a nice job of going down and getting that ball. Could have been thrown easily into the turf and able to turn it up, bring up third and short. Just underway here in the second quarter.
0: 13 09 to play here in the second. Six to three, James Madison. Football in their territory now at the 42-yard line. Gwen stays in the game. Not Paoletti. Short motion from Vandamia. Here's a handoff to Lee. He tries to get outside. Chaconicky was there, but he falls backward close to the stick.
1: Shouldn't be enough, I, I think, for that first it's down. It's awful
0: close. I think yeah, they may need to measure this. He's not quite to the 39. And they had to get there, so right. this may be fourth in about a half yard.
1: Maybe They're going to—they
0: aren't even—they won't even measure. They're going to just wow. say it's fourth down and less than a yard it is less than a yard they're gonna have both their back actually three backs now will come into the football game along with lee watson they'll bring in watson and yams so they'll bring those two backs as wings yams is the deep back under center is Gwynn. let's see if he turns and gives their bigger back or if he goes under center with a quarterback sneak he's got one foot back like he's going to take off and he will go for it Boy, there's not much push, but uh, I think there's enough for a first down. And looking to where he's going to put the football, he's going to put it up across the 39 near the 38. That's more than enough for a first down. And Delaware converts their fourth down. Coming into the game, they were 6 of 7, so now they're 7 of 8 on the season. So a first down for Delaware, and the drive continues for UD. Three minutes gone by in the second quarter. Nothing pretty about this, but they are keeping the ball away from JMU and moving that's, the football.
1: That's exactly right, Dave. The whole idea is to say just, just manage this game, get first downs. We're gonna give you different formations and looks. Two receivers
0: split to the far side right now for Delaware. Near side left is Fabric Pitts. Gwen wants a throw for Pitts. He's being held again, and he's nearly makes a one-hand catch. It's another holder pass interference on Greg Ross. This time it was Swan earlier, but they want to take some shots to Tyreek Pitts, who is averaging 16.5 yards per reception, has six TDs this year, 12 for his
1: career. But they're picking on the corners right now, and a little banana pattern out from the inside slot, and just slicing towards the sideline. Ross reached out and grabbed some jersey.
0: So, second PI called on the corners of James Madison. We saw that in the first couple of games. Be a little bit of an issue on some deep shots. Yeah, and
1: I think they, uh, you know, since the the game out at uh, Utah. That's when they started picking on Greg Ross a little bit, and other teams have kind of played to that. And I talked with the coaching staff about it, and they said yes. They realized that they're trying to do the same things that Weber State did.
0: There's two receivers here on the near side left, and the Dukes only have one DB, and now MJ Hampton's going to come over late. So now the football rests at the 24 between the hashes in JMU territory. Gwynn. Handoff. This is their backup running back, Quincy Watson. He will lose yardage. Nowhere to go. Mike Green was disruptive there. He and James Carpenter, Kelvin Azanama, combined for the stop. It's a tackle for loss. It's a loss of two back
1: to the 26-yard line. 11 and a half to play before halftime. Six to three JMU. Kind of get the feeling that the teams now settling in a little bit more. The emotions have kind of where, But Delaware with a nice drive. Six three Dukes. Football now at the 26-yard line. Two receivers
0: near side left. Fake handoff. Gwynn wants to go for a double move down the right sideline on Greg Ross. It's going to be floated near the goal line. Touchdown, Delaware. The catch by James Collins on a double move down the right sideline. Good ball by Gwyn. Ross bit on the first move, was trailing the entire way. And it goes for six as Delaware retakes
1: the lead with 11.03 to play before halftime.
0: It's 9-6, Blue Hens. Yeah, a little
1: single coverage on the outside. And you're right, the quarterback goes with a little shoulder move to the end, and that beat got by Ross. He was two yards deep in the end zone. He caught it about five yards deep for the six. So Delaware, the first team to score TD today. Both
0: teams have scored twice, but the touchdown gives the Blue Hens the lead. Toe on for the PAT. He bangs it through, has a strong leg, as we saw earlier, and now it's a 10-3 lead for Delaware. 11.03 to go before halftime. 26-yard touchdown pass to James Coleman, his first receiving touchdown of his career here at Delaware. We'll come back with a kickoff. You're listening to James Madison
1: Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work. So get a quote at GEICO.com. It's easy. Well, the Delaware Blue Hens get their first touchdown of the afternoon. Ten plays, 76 yards, used 6:02 off the scoreboard clock. Coleman with a catch of 26 yards for the Delaware Blue Hens. Good crowd on hand today here at homecoming, and a lot of purple across the way, Dave. Kind
0: of shoved them over there in the corner, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's not their homecoming, I guess. That's true. It's a good crowd, though, today. The, the weather now, we saw a brief shot of rain just for a second there in the opening quarter, but now the skies have opened up, and it's a gorgeous day here. In Newark is at 63 degrees and now sunny. On with so, Clinesis, I am Dave Rigger. Thanks for joining us. Teams with only 54 offensive yards total. 10-6 now our score. Delaware has a lead, 11 to go before halftime. And now JMU will likely start in their own territory for the first time in this game. And that's the one thing. You start in plus territory for three consecutive possessions to begin the game. You feel like there needs to be more than six points on that scoreboard. And Delaware takes advantage. And you mentioned a six- minute drive that's exactly what they want to do keep the ball away from this high octane jamu offense
1: well, it was good looking 76 yard drive for sure mixing and matching Yes, they can just using all the pieces they kind of have left in yep. this offense Dave too. which which are pretty good pieces just when
0: you don't have your quarterback it makes it hard but they do have talented guys this is a team that made the semifinals in the fcs spring playoffs Here's Coe's kickoff. He's got a strong leg, and this is likely unreturnable, and that will be the case here as it goes out of the back of the end zone. Coe now with his 20, make it his 30th kickoff, and that is his 22nd touchback. So almost automatic on touchbacks unless he's going into the wind.
1: Two of the best kickers playing here today. Yeah, I think and they are, the and Ko, well, I, you can, Buns from, from Nova's oh, true, good, too. But yeah. these are two of the best. You're right. So quite a matchup, and it comes down to a kicking situation today. So. Last possession at their own at the 34. How about in this football game, no catches for
0: Antoine Wells Jr. or Chris Thornton through one quarter of play. Let's watch that. I'll take a look and see how they're picking them up. Two receivers left side. Thornton comes in motion, a handoff to Latrell Palmer this time. He runs into the linebacker and battles for four yards. He ran into Andrew Polowski, the senior from Huntington, Maryland, and he barrels over him and essentially makes the tackle by hanging on and pulling down Luttrell on top of him. It's a four-yard gain over the right side, second down and six now for JMU at their own 29-yard line.
1: Duke's wide receiver Thornton was in the slot on the left, came in motion, and no of the Delaware Blue Hens followed him.
0: Which likely means it's a zone defense. They want to take a shot here. Going to fire it down the middle of the football field for Antoine Wells Jr. and can't quite make the grab. Had his hands on it, but again, Henley at the last second kind of pulled a hand away from the football to not allow
1: Antoine to make the grab. Pretty good ball. Had his hands on it, but Henley give him credit. Deep post pattern from the left to the right to the middle of the field, and uh, Antoine just had to hold up just a little bit, allow the defensive back to get his hand in there and disrupt. The catch at the height of the ball. Scott Bracey checks in as a third receiver. He
0: comes split to the near side right with Clayton Cheatham. Thornton and Wells to the far side left. Cheatham will go in motion to the far side now. the back is Latrell Palmer. Third down and six yards to go. Good snap to Cole. Gets hit from behind. Throws to the middle. Antoine makes the catch. The 45. After the catch, he's high steps through a defender across midfield. Between the hash and the numbers to the 47-yard line. Great Catch and run by Antoine Wells Jr. is able to get 27 yards on the play.
1: It was, and he had Thornton in the neighborhood. I wasn't sure who he was shooting for at first. As both were in the center of the field. Cole did and a great job of standing too. there. Yes. Yeah, Cole stood in the pocket strong, got hit around the waist and spun down. At the 47 of the Blue Hens,
0: Latrell will shift to the right of Cole Johnson. Gets the carry this time, trying to find a hole, tries to bounce outside, but hit from behind this time. Chasing him down from the outside was.
1: The corner that came from this near side, Monty Struthers. No gain on the play here. The Dukes still trying to pound it inside. Tyler Stevens, the left tackle, comes up a little bit gimpy.
0: Going to stay in the game. Percy Ajay Obisay will check in. Drew Painter getting more run here at tight end now after an injury to his ankle early in the season as in the football game as a wing on the right side. Second down 10, Cole Johnson, three-step drop, surveys the field. He'll dump it left side for Percy. Can't make the first man miss. Gets spun down by Whitehead to the 43-yard line for a gain of four. But we out a chance to survey the field, go through his progression, but no one was open, so he dumped it to the left side for Percy for a gain of four. Now a third and six
1: for nice. James Madison. Obese's fourth reception of the season, not a lot since he's been back. Nine away to play here in the second quarter. It's 10-6 Delaware.
0: Jam you on the move into Blue Hens territory. They're at the 44-yard line, third down, coming up. Snap back to Cole Johnson, waist high. They come with a blitz. He scrambles away, looks left side. Open as Percy, shy of the sticks, and he's going to be stopped right there. Tremendous defensive play. Joe Zubulaga makes the tackle three yards shy of the sticks. If he can make the man miss, that's a first down for JMU. He could
1: not do it. Great open field tackle as Cole had to come all the way to the right and go back left. Yeah, a good scramble by Cole just to keep that play alive, Dave, and he rolled to the right side, and you would think that would be a play where, Percy would be able to do it, but a good tackle, as you said. One-on-one tackle creates fourth down, and this time Coach Signetti says no, at least not right now, unless we have Harry O'Kelly run for the first down. It'll be fourth and three. Harry with his 25th punt of the season.
0: He's only had one touchback, 11 in his career. Let's see if he can pin this inside the 10-yard line. It's going to hit inside the 10, and great job of special teams down at the 8. It was Chris Thornton on special teams. He gets down to the 2-yard line, and able to stop it before it goes into the end zone. So they pin them deep at the two-yard line. It'll be first down and ten for Delaware, but they've got the lead 10-6. They force a punt from JMU with 8.04 to go
1: here in the second quarter. Well, you put Thornton out there. He's got great hands. He got into the further behind the ball. He was able to come up as that ball hit and able to trap it down just inside the two. So now this is where you'd like you see your defense create all kinds of havoc No question. and get into the backfield, and they'll see who the quarterback is because uh, depending on who that is, they'll tell us what they're going to try to do. It's going to be Gwynn. They're going to line up in an
0: I-formation. You just don't see this very often in this day and age of football. Not this deep, no. Under center, it's going to be a three-step drop under pressure, going to fire down the right sideline. It's going to be no one there.
1: Pitts ran a comeback route. Well, ran, Torres ran Carroll hole. was the closest one there. He goes down and out at the 20, and the ball was a fly pattern, was thrown. Luckily for Delaware, when it sailed out of bounds,
0: or else Torres Carroll makes the INT, and now a wholesale change here. It's almost a line change as they bring in one, two, three, four, five new defensive players under center again. It's going to go with the three linebacker. There's five linemen and three backers. Only three DBs right now. Here's a handoff and just barely getting out of the end zone was DeJon Lee. Mateo Jackson, one of those. He's the third linebacker out there now. Makes the stop. It's a loss of one back to the one yard line. It'll be third and eleven from their own one. As JMU now has their bear look. Five D linemen and three linebackers. Only three DBs are in the in the game. No corners.
1: Mateo. This is a redshirt junior, played a lot his freshman year, been injured off and on out of Richmond's Hermitage High School. Nice job coming around the corner, get into the legs of Lee.
0: And they're going to stay this way. There's no receivers in the football game and no corners for JMU. This is big boy football right here. Offset eye. It's a counterplay to Lee. He's hit the line of scrimmage and gets to the one. Great job again. It was Mateo Carpenter. Jackson. Also over there was Diamante Tucker Dorsey, James Carpenter, yep. and they will lose a yard from the initial set of downs so from the two.
1: So it's fourth down and 11 from their own one-yard line. So the punter normally has about 14, 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Now he's standing on the 11 yards. He's got to be careful not to step out of bounds right at the back of the end zone. The
0: punter is past Tula, who averages 41.3. Stroba stands at his own 43. It's going to be a pretty good wobbly kick. Will make the catch in his own territory at the 48. He has room to run. Stroba to the 45-40, and he gets knocked
1: down right there. Good job not letting that ball hit. Good punt. Hang up in the air, but it was a returnable. Gives the Dukes another opportunity in Delaware territory, Day.
0: Fourth time they've had a wow. possession begin in UD territory. Timeout on the field. We'll step aside. 6.32 to go before halftime. Delaware leading James Madison 10-6. This is James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. JMU begins with the football at the 41 of Delaware. First down and 10, down 10-6, 6.5 six to play here in the second quarter. Dukes were trying to snap the football. The TV guy was still out there saying, <laughs> hey, we can't go yet. Run right back on. Radio was ready to go. They never think about us, do they?
1: No, and I think we're the stepchild some days.
0: Two receivers near side right for Cole Johnson in the pistol formation. This time they fake the snap. Now gets it chest high. Play action pass deep drop. Want to take a shot. Cole will now settle for the out on the near sideline, but it's going to be incomplete. Threw it high for Austin Douglas. Hit immediately on the play. Good job hmm. defensively as he tried to check it down again and coming over well, to make
1: the stop was Dalen Darian. Yeah, Douglas took quite a shot in the ribs as he extended his arms to try to get that down the field a little bit further. Uh, Antoine Wells Jr. was wide open on a slant in there to see if the coaches see that and come back with that same play. He was in behind the first level of the zone defense.
0: Second down and 10 now, football at the UD 41-yard line. Shifting to the right of Cole is Latrell Palmer, gets the handoff, and Latrell will just Mm. kind of bully his way for five yards. Up the middle of that left hash mark, he will get to the 36-yard line, so it'll be a third and five coming up on third down. The Dukes so far in this game are three out of seven.
1: Tough sledding inside for Luttrell on that particular one there. Earlier today, Elon has defeated New Hampshire 24-10 in CAA action. And with just 10 seconds to go, Maine leading Albany 19-6.
0: Third down coming up. This could be four down territory. Two receivers near side right. Chris Thornton to the far side left. They've got Brown and Wells here on the near side. Cole Johnson fakes the snap. Now gets it. Fake hand out, will be a gift to Latrell, bounces outside, he breaks a tackle and then stumbles forward for a first down across the 30, just inside the numbers to the 29-yard line. I think they caught Delaware a little off guard. They assumed that the Dukes would pass the football. They did not, Latrell picks up the first down with his best run of the game of seven.
1: That was a good quick feat of uh, Latrell and that kid, and also a block by Noah Turner, though, on the le- lined up on the left side at the tight end position.
0: So now a first down inside the 30. It's another Ergie's cheesesteak first down. At the 29-yard line, here is a fake handoff. Cole's going to run the football, tries to get to the outside. He'll get a couple. Not much running room.
1: Antoine trying to block over there as well. They hit a trail just as soon as the snap occurred there, came across the line. Cole getting what he could have. Andrew Poloski makes the
0: tackle. The, one of the outside linebackers. Correctional
1: score, May 19, Albany 16 with 10 seconds left. They give Cole just one on that carry. Solomon Van horses in the football game on second down.
0: Nowhere to go. He dumps it again to Solomon. He can't make the first man miss. Boy, the tackling for Delaware in space has been really good. A loss of one on the play. Same man makes the stop. It's Andrew Pulaski, the senior from Huntington, Maryland. And that may be the difference in this game mm. somewhat. All of a sudden there. And the one thing, Cole's having to check down to a back almost every single time. There's nothing down the field open. Third down, 11 now, the football at the Delaware 30-yard line. We have 4.22 to play before halftime. Dukes are down, 10-6. Cole Johnson, three-step drop, looks over the middle, now fires on an out, and it's going to be incomplete. Antoine Wells was double-covered in the slot as he went out. There were two defenders right there. Darian, one of their bandit or outside linebacker safeties, and also over the top they had Nigel Hill, their corner, so... They were doubling Antoine Wells. He had nowhere to go,
1: and now it will be Ethan Ratke. Chris Thornton still without a catch here in this first half. A highly surprising effort there as he and uh, Racy had single coverage on the far side of the field away from where that pass went. This will be the longest of the season
0: attempted by Ethan Ratke. It'll be a 47-yard field goal. He hits it well. It is long enough, and the kick by Ethan is Good, it gets in there. Ethan Ratke is three for three, a 47-yard field goal. That's a season long for him. His career long is 48. He almost got to it, but another field goal goes through. They at least get three and climb within one point with 4.08 to play. Here before halftime, it's the Blue Hens 10,
1: the Dukes 9, but again, settling for field goals here in this first half of play. Well, you're right about that, and the run game is trying to get started only 44 yards, or excuse me, uh, rushing yards only 44 for the Dukes in this first, uh, first half of play. I think that the more alarming thing is probably the lack of being able to throw the football down
0: the field right now. I mean, there's only two catches by receivers in the football game. Van Horse has two catches, Jay Obese has two, Latrell Palmer has one, and then Wells. And Brown each have one catch apiece. That's it. Two catches by wide receivers so far. Leading receiver in the
1: CAA as far as receptions goes. Chris Thornton doesn't have one in the football and game. think about all that you just said there. How many were just running backs? As, as well, that's you said what that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they checked down. The, I know that's what you were saying. That is a seven play drive that only went 11 yards. They had for a the seven JMU play, Dukes.
0: 14 yard drive, seven for 11 yards. In the four possessions they've had that have started in Delaware territory, they have nine points to show for it. Short kick by a wise returnable. Coleman comes up and grabs at the 14-yard line on the right hash, but good coverage to get on special teams. This guy has been a well, special teams ace, Jalen Walker, the backup linebacker, the true freshman, makes the stop at the 25-yard line. So good coverage again on the kickoff, but Delaware the lead in the football. Heck, what they want to do is run four minutes off the clock. If they get points, they get points, but they could have a lead here at halftime if they and finish off this first half the right way. But JMU wants a three and out. They want the football back and see if they can go take the lead here before the half.
1: Both teams with two timeouts
0: remaining in this first half of play. And, again, James Madison will get the football to start the second half of play. So if they could get a stop here, maybe get a back-to-back scoring possession opportunity. So the Blue Hens have the football with Gwynn at quarterback. He is in the pistol formation. Two tight ends set. This is their ace formation. And I mean, now Danny Rocco's got to call a timeout. They yeah. weren't quite sure what they were going to do, so a timeout called by Delaware.
1: Looked like, and indeed the quarterback, win was changing the play at the line of scrimmage, and then Coach Rocco said, I don't like that one. So he realizes how important this drive is because if the Dukes get this ball back with some timeouts. But so far, give Delaware's defensive backs a
0: ton of credit. There's just, there has not been much open. When they've taken some shots, there's been some close connections, but... Ball knocked away a couple times by Henley. Some other guys have
1: made tackles in space on the short throws, but right now the defense of Delaware has stepped up to the challenge. Well, we talk about this game being a game of inches, and quite frankly, you could think about that as you know, a hand just in front of the ball gets a fingertip on it. A tackle just is able to hold on to someone enough to bring them down. Four oh three to go before
0: halftime. It's Delaware ten. James Madison 9 after the 32nd timeout. Delaware will come out with a different formation. Two receivers now to the far side right. One, that's Fiberk Pitts to the near side left. They look to Pitts. Going to go that way. Torres Carroll, great coverage, but a better catch by Pitts. Goes up and makes the grab across the 50 to the 47-yard line.
1: That'll be a gain of 28 yards, and it was actually pretty good coverage by Torres Carroll that time. Well, the quarterback win, took a shot in the backfield. Antonio Colclaw came off the end, but just as he let the ball go, Dukes, just a slash away from getting to the QB. Thyrick Pitts
0: was first team all CAA in the spring along with Chris Thornton. at wide receiver. First down and 10 now. Now they want some points out of this drive. going to try it again. It's a fade on the near left sideline. It's going to be a – there was a hand holding a jersey by Greg Ross. There's no flag on the play, but it was overthrown and incomplete. Thyrick Pitts will get a playoff as he comes to the sideline, but – when you've got a kid like that, sometimes just go take a shot. Six-three-two-zero-five. He's talented. He has 90. He had well, 95 career receptions coming in.
1: You heard Coach Signetti say in the pregame show that Gwynn can make that throw. Yep. He, he is capable of it. Not a great percentage, but he can make that long throw.
0: Second down, 10 from JMU's 47-yard line. Here's bouncing outside Lee. He's get, just get pushed to the boundary by Diamante Tucker Dorsey. The tough sledding. The run game—they just have not been able to run the football. Deion Lee—that's his ninth carry. Would they give him there? They
1: actually, gave him a decent chunk of yards there. He gets five, so that's his ninth carry for 21 yards. most like they're just using that run to keep the Dukes off balance, keeping the defensive ends back on their heels just a little bit. Third down, five now for Delaware. So far
0: on third down, they are just two for six, but they've kept some drive alive. Drives alive with some third down conversions. Three receivers to the far side right. Pitts still not in the football game, so taking a couple of plays off. Gwynn going to throw it. Looks right. Gets hit. He dumps it for Lee, but he's oh, going to goodness. overthrow him incomplete. And it was Abby Nobaku who was right there. Good job by Abby to get in the backfield and make him throw that thing high. If he doesn't get the pressure, that's probably complete for a first down. But he overthrew him. And the JMU defense does force a punt after the long catch by
1: Pitts. Stroba will stand at his own 10. Wouldn't be surprised with a fake here, actually, when this part of the field. They've had trouble with special teams. They They have have. had two punts
0: blocked this season. They have. Here's a snap, and that was kind of a lollipop snap. It was up in the air. Stroba calls for a fair catch, and will make it at the 11-yard line. So with 2 minutes and 54 seconds to go before halftime, the JMU offense is back out there.
1: You know Coach Zignetti says we need to establish something here in this final 254 And uh, put six up on the board. A bit of a frustration. 2.54 left. They have two timeouts, so there's
0: plenty of time right now. But going to have to get some explosive plays. We talked about that last week. It's been the lack of explosive plays that have hurt this team here recently. They had a couple last week. Still not as many as they want. Just five first downs this afternoon. No explosive plays. Maybe the one to Antoine was the only one. Going in motion, Chris Thornton. Here's a handoff to Percy J. Obese. He's going to bully his way up the right hash mark and get his best run of the day. It's going
1: to go for seven yards. You get the feeling, the confidence, this, the Delaware defense is showing in this ballgame. You get a feeling that they that it's being raised each time the Dukes hand it off.
0: Second down and three now. Let's see if they get a first down and then maybe pick up the tempo if they can get across the 20-yard line. They're in their own territory. Chris Thornton will step up to the line of scrimmage. He's the inside receiver. It's going to be a give to Percy. He's hit the line of scrimmage, and he will fall forward for a yard. Good job defensively by Whitehead. The safety also over there to help make the stop for Delaware on defense was defensive end. Anthony Toro put it to Matthew Catholic.
1: Kendrick Whitehead, the senior strong safety and all CAA performer. Read it out and read well. Duke's in no hurry right now. They've got to get the first down. It's third and two.
0: They are four for nine on their third-down conversions. Now coming on late, Latrell was going to come into the football game and then did not. So third down and two. The clock is at 1.45. If they get the first down, then we may see them start to play with some tempo. Cole going to throw the football. Looks left, looks over the middle. Now coming across is Chris Thornton has the catch in the first down of the 22. Short game, but he picked up three, needed two. His first catch of the football game, Move the chains, and now let's see if they play with some tempo. With a minute 34 to go and two timeouts, but they are at their own 22-yard line. Another good one-on-one tackle by the defense for Delaware. Here's a snap to Cole. He looks and surveys, has to dump it again to Percy Jay Obese. Whitehead was right there, and he gets spun down at the 27-yard line, so another short gain. They'll give him four yards. Just not able to get explosive plays and get down the football field. He's had a check down to his backs over and over. During this first half, the clock now at 1-10. They're subbing in there, so they've got to hold up a little bit. Devin Ravenel has checked in. A four receiver set for Cole. See if they take a shot. Second and six. Cole dumps. It, it's a screen play. Solomon gets hit and dropped for a loss. Coming over to make the stop was inside linebacker Johnny Buchanan. First team, all CAA in the spring. He read it beautifully. And now I think the Dukes will let this clock
1: run and not worry too much about trying to score here before the half. Watching downfield, all the wide receivers they were singled up. It was man coverage in the secondary. Nobody could get away from anyone in the secondary, and really Delaware was playing off by about seven yards in the secondary, a pass early, but they weren't going to let anything go over top.
0: Delaware only has one timeout, so they have no chance to stop it. They may try it now. Lorenzo Bryant Jr. has checked in as the back. Tied in left side is Clayton Cheatham, and it will be a... And out to Lorenzo, hitting the oh backfield and drop for a loss. Same young man makes the tackle, Johnny Buchanan. Whew. This Blue Hen defense is flying around right now and making it awful hard for JMU, and they will call the timeout and make them punt with 13 seconds left here in the
1: first half. Delaware, they Almost. should have the lead here at halftime. It's 10-9 right now. Blue Hen's have it. Almost a perfect first half for this Delaware ball club yeah. in many, many ways. Offensive, they have better run the ball. I mean, not run the ball, but have possessions and be able to put it in the end zone. And then the defense has been very sure-handed, knocking the Dukes Boy, down every Their tackling has been impressive, no question about that, because it's all one-on-one stuff. They're it is. they're allowing their players to say, "Okay, we're going to force the line of scrimmage, and we're going to count on you to make one-on-one stops on the outside or in the secondary." And even when it's a contested ball, the Delaware Blue Hens have been able to get a hand on it and knock it away from the receivers. So the Dukes now, Ario Kelly on the punt. He's only had one.
0: Punt blocked in his entire career. So he gets it off awful quickly. Rugby style punter. It did come in the spring. Good snap by Kyle Davis. He gets it away. High end over end. And the catch by Townsend made at the 41-yard line with eight seconds. They have no timeouts. But from here, Gwynn has a strong arm if they could get a play and maybe get out of bounds, then they could probably take a shot of the Hail
1: Mary right here because of what they did defensively. Well, they'd be looking for some kind of penalty on the Dukes in the secondary here. I'm it. not sure he's got the arm to get it from here all the way to the end zone, but he certainly has an opportunity. Of course, yeah, it looks like they're cannot they're, end on the. They're going to
0: line up in victory formation and oh, just get to okay. the locker room, so okay. they're not even going to take a shot. So a
1: good punt by Harry.
0: So they will kneel it down, and that will do it. Tell you what, you you kind of summed it up correctly. Almost a perfect first half for Delaware because the Dukes had four possessions begin in Blue Hens territory. Results in just nine points. That's it. Still no touchdowns. Having a hard time finishing drives, and right now they trail by one point after 30 minutes of football. We'll come back. We'll send it back to the studio, get a scoreboard update. Look at some scores from around the CAA. We'll have a duke sports center from kurt dudley we'll come back and look at numbers and we'll do all that as we continue with james madison football as they trail 10-9 here at halftime at delaware stadium you're listening to jmu football on the morris insurance and financial jmu radio network the kickoff from ryan Coe will go out of the back of the end zone so a touchback and jmu will begin with the football at their own 25 yard line they move left to right here in the first in the uh, second half of play
1: There's rain has cleared out the rainbows are gone the clouds have moved a little higher See a little clearing off to our right side, so it should be a dry second half. Hopefully,
0: here we go, JMU with the football to start this second half. They begin throwing twenty-five yard line. Persia J. Obese is to the left of Cole Johnson. No Chris Thornton to begin the second half. He's he can come in, but they're going to go with two tight ends and two receivers. Scott Brace and Antoine Wells are the receivers right now. Antoine just one catch. No catches for Bracy. One for Chris Thornton only two catches make it three catches for receivers gonna open up and try and go to Antoine now they'll dump it short and again he happen to check down this time to a tight end Noah Turner who makes a catch for one yard he wanted to go to Antoine down the left sideline then look to Scott down this near side right had to check it down not this time to a back but to a tight end and it goes for one yard as Noah makes his seventh catch of the season second down football at their own 26-yard line, moving left to right. Just underway here in the third quarter. Percy stays in the football game to the right of Cole. Zone Reed, here's a handoff to Percy and gets two. Johnny Buchanan, inside linebacker there to make the stop. He's been on a lot of stops so far. Also, Liam Trainer, who is one of their linebackers as well. And it's going to be a
1: third and seven right away. The one thing you don't want to do is go three and out to start the second half. Last few weeks, the Dukes have seen a lot of third and seven, third and six kind of situations. Makes it much more difficult to convert they are five
0: of 11 so far in this game.
1: Three-man front now. They sneak some other people into the line. Looks like they're going to bring pressure.
0: Now they just drop eight. Only rush three. Cole gets hit from behind. Throws it to Bracy over the middle. He has an open seam across the 40, oh, and it gets popped man, shy of the take. 45, but he pops right back up as they find Bracy late over the middle. Cole took a shot, but finally he hung in there and found Scott Bracey for his first catch. That struggle looks to be okay after he missed a game after he got it injured against Weber State. And about, to what, 18, 17? It'll be 18, yep, up to the 44-yard line. So now they'll play with a little bit of tempo, see if they can find a rhythm. Hand off to Latrell, and he will fight for two. It's not almost, able to find room to run.
1: It's almost like the Delaware have, like, more than 11 out on the field the way they're consuming the running backs for JMU. Two-yard gain for
0: Luttrell Palmer. So far in this game, Percy just 10 carries and 24 yards. Matrella has 24 yards on eight carries. So neither one of those guys have been able to get going yet. Second down and eight football at their own 46-yard line. Two minutes gone by here in the second half of play. Cole Johnson, chest high snap, wants to go left sideline. Antoine Wells open across the 40 into Blue Hens territory. Knocked out of bounds at the 36-yard line. So they're
1: able to gain 18 yards there and move the chains. And their Ergie's cheese first down. A lot of credit to Cole, who that time waited for him to clear past the first man in the zone, able to drop it over in between the safeties. They're going to give him another yard to the 35-yard line. So Antoine
0: Wells, Jr. makes a big play on this drive. Getting the receivers involved. Bracey now Wells, first and 10 from the 35-yard line of Delaware. Here's Luttrell Palmer. Boy, if he can make one-man miss, he might be out of the races. But, again, he couldn't make
1: Noah Plack the safety miss. There was a Great huge, tackling again, three-yard gain. There was a nice hole. You're right, Dave, all that side. And that's been one of the stories of this whole ball game was the tackling, one-on-one tackling for Delaware.
0: Here's something to listen for. You mentioned earlier, Tyler Stevens came up limping. He yep. limps off the football field right now. So, yep. Ronnie Altman will check in, the freshman from Springfield, Virginia. Second down and seven yards to go after a three-yard gain for Palmer. Two receivers to the near side right, one to the far side left. That's Antoine. Here's a give to Latrell trying to find a hole and gets tripped up for two to the 30-yard line. Boy, a little bit more of a hole there than just the two yards. And now J.T. Timming is injured, the center for the Dukes. This oh is my. the one area that they do not have a ton of depth at right now. Holding the
1: left knee. And writhing in pain. Right in behind where the running back went. They have gotten fallen on in that situation. Looking at the secondary in that, as we wait on the word from JT. But well, So
0: far in this game, we saw Q Reed leave early. He has not returned. Tyler Stevens, a left tackle. The freshman has not. He just went out of the game. And now JT Timming is down in and, and a lot of pain as they check the left leg of JT Timming. They're going to send us to a timeout. So we'll step aside as they work on JT Timming right now. 11.49 to play here in The third quarter, Duke's on the move, but they trail Delaware 10-9 here in the third period. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio Network. Well, want to know what's really
1: scary? Seeing just how much you could have been saving by switching to GEICO. They make it easy to bundle your home, car, boat, and cycle, or RV insurance and save even more. No fortune tellers needed. Visit FICO.com and see if your saving money is in your future. Happy GEICOing. Still well, Clint attending. just
0: lied to you all, all of you listeners. He said just about five minutes ago it was going to be clear <laughs> second half. Yeah, right. And now it is pouring rain, Clint. What what,
1: what it's, forecast
0: it's, did you look at? <laughs> I'm not sure. My goodness. You just lied to every, every –
1: uh, uh, you lied to JMU Nation. I, well, i tell you what. This whole afternoon has been kind of a perplexing
0: halloween Halloweeny
1: kind of uh, day with strange weather and well, now it does not look good
0: for jt timming they there's
1: not moving coach signetti
0: just came over and tapped him on the shoulder he's got hands on his face mask like he is in a ton of pain they're looking at his left leg right now it looks like it's a lower looks like it's an ankle foot type thing no knee but it looks like they may have to bring something out to get him off the football field there's numerous folks around him right now as and the Dukes trail the Blue Hens 10-9, 11 to play in the third quarter. On the move, it'll be a third and five coming up, but J.T. Timming injured one play after Tyler Stevens, a left tackle for the Dukes, comes out, and this is an area that is not a deep part of their football team, the offensive line.
1: J.T. Timming, long-time backup center until he got his chance last spring and moved into this room, Liberty Township, Ohio. Great, great young man.
0: And the one thing with J.T., he gives them stability, and now they will bring a card out to, to get him. So the one thing with JT, he's one of the he's the, the lone senior on that offensive line. He does all the calls. Uh, the center is, is, is so important to captain. an offensive line.
1: He's the captain for sure. So they will have to bring out the medical cart. I learned something this week. I was talking to some of the staff and kind of apropos, sadly, that, uh, of course, all the linemen wear special braces. Yeah. And as they move up into their soft junior and senior year, they get ones where they feel that the young people have grown physically uh, as much as they will. They get a special brace, and these cost about $1,000 uh, a pair that are f- fitted for each one. And uh, we saw Liam Fanadel early in the year get rolled up on, and he said uh, his brace really helped him from getting any further injury. It looks like it's a left ankle or foot
0: injury, and uh, he's going to hop over there and the crowd here at Delaware gives him a round of applause. His teammates are all around him right now, so it does not look good. I, I would imagine a break or something of some sort.
1: Well, we I mean, can you can don't want to speculate, but you know, they were going to uh, bring the stretcher over. It was almost like JT said, no, I'm not getting on that thing. I'm just going to hop over here and jump up on the back of the cart. So maybe a good sign if nothing else.
0: So you could see Percy J. Obese going over to the offensive line that's going to be in the football game where you could have a couple of backups. He was slapping them all in the chest and trying to get them going right now because they're going to need some guys to step up now. Without without J.T. Timming, we'll see if Tyler Stevens can continue, but J.T. is not going to come back in this football game, and it is something that he could be lost for a little while. So these guys now have to step up. That's what happens at times like this. Guys have got to step up, maybe go beyond what you thought you could you could do at some point in time. So now it's going to be on those guys to protect and try
1: and get some holes for these, these linemen as, again, JT now wheeled off. And the crowd now running for the exits a little bit as the rain intensifies, coming in kind of left to right here. Fans, CarMax is proud to be a season-presenting sponsor for football, CarMax, the way car buying should be.
0: They're covering up the the left foot ankle area, so maybe people not to see it or... <laughs> Obviously it's raining, don't want to get all wet either, but so now Stanley Hubbard will come in as the and Tyler Stevens, by the way, is back in the football game. That's He's a left see. tackle, so that's good. Stanley Hubbard, Jr. from Capitol Heights, Maryland, the transfer from Yukon is now the center. A little bit of a low snap. Out pass is going to be two receivers in the area. They one of them ran a the wrong route. It was Brown and Thornton. I think Brown might have Ran the wrong route, and right there defensively was Justice Henley,
1: who's done a nice job. And Normally what you see is the outside wide receiver will run that deep, and the slot will run the down and out. Thornton was running the down and out, and it looked like both of them ran the down and out. And right now, instead of a chip shot field goal and a conversion, now it's going to be
0: fourth down. It's between the hash marks. This will be a 47-yard attempt. Ethan did make a 47-yarder going this direction, but it wasn't raining at the time. The wind has picked up. The kick is away. Will it get there? It is barely long enough, and it is good. Oh Ethan Ratke, four for four for the second consecutive week against the wind in the rain. Ties a season long. In the second time of this game, he's gone from 47 yards. He's given the Dukes their first lead here in the second half on their opening
1: drive at 12-10. James Madison with 11-33 to go here in this third quarter. I'll give Alex Miller a lot of credit for handling that damn football yeah. as well and getting it down. Because he had to get it down quickly, and the Dicks do answer back as they go nine plays, forty-five yards, three minutes and twenty-seven seconds left to go in the third quarter. The forty-seven-yarder, and well, what a big kick day. for Ethan Ratke in bad conditions right now. Wind was kind of swirling. You could feel man, we coming. can hear,
0: we can feel it in the booth, picking up and yeah.
1: blowing in here, yeah. and it's cooled down a lot. Also, well, it was about sixty degrees, sixty-two when we started this game. It, looked like, it looks like this rain may stay for a little while also. It's kind of moving in from left to right. Dukes so, to good the to Dukes see the, in uh, the
0: third. Dukes take the lead with this weather like this now. Ethan Ratke, since the two misses against Villanova, he is now four for four in the last two games each, so eight for eight. Camden Wise with a kickoff. It'll be Coleman who will take it from the five-yard line between the hash and numbers on the right side tries to find some room angles to the near side and nowhere to go again he won't get to the 25 Gang yard jalen walker again oh my we saw kai holmes a bunch last week we on did. special teams now it's jalen walker these freshmen are having opportunities on special teams and no one can block two five in white right now they're all loving him up as
1: he runs off the football field he's having a heck of a day well give the special teams credit they have they have answered the bell here this afternoon yeah,
0: it's not just Ethan Ratki, no. it's the it's punting it down to the two-yard line Absolutely. by Harry. It's exactly. the, the coverage on all these kicks. Exactly. So here is Gwynn, the quarterback with one receiver each way. Going in motion is Coleman. Here's a handoff to Lee, and nowhere to go.
1: In the backfield,
0: setting. and he's going to fall back to the line of scrimmage. Kelvin Azanama, the first man there for James Madison. It'll be a second down coming up and 10 yards to go from their own 21-yard line.
1: It's about this spot on the field four years ago. The defensive end, Andrew Ankra, picked up a loose ball and returned it for the go-ahead touchdown. I'd like to see Isaac Wuku do the same in the same position as the right defensive end.
0: Four minutes gone by here in the second half. James Madison now up 12-10 to 10 on Delaware. Gwynn rises his leg up. That'll set a man in motion now to the near side. Another handoff to Lee. Shakes by one defender, Mike Green. But right there to slam him down to the turf is Diamante. Tucker Dorsey, a three-yard gain to the 24-yard line, but nothing doing today for Dejon Lee. He now has 11 carries and 24 yards in this football
1: game. And that run had possibilities. You yep. saw it open up initially, but the closing speed for Tuck was just incredible, and it, get, it had to come across and knock him off balance and bring up a third down. So you hear the Dukes defense needs to answer the bell again. Great. Francis Meehan is now one of the safeties for JMU in this alignment. Remember, no Q read right now. He was injured. Different formation here. A lot of confusion by the JMU defense. Three receivers to the far side right. Gwynn fakes the snap. Here comes some pressure from the outside.
0: Going to go over the middle of the football field. Incomplete. It was way too high. Wayne Davis on the coverage. Tried to get to Coleman the slot receiver. Wayne was right with him. And it's going to be a three and out. Corey Heatherman, five yards
1: on the football field, cheering on his guys as they run off the field. Wayne Davis, nice job. Renew that play right from the beginning, it appeared. He cut the route and got underneath, got his hands up. And then the... Quarterback wind threw it high.
0: It is pouring here at Delaware Stadium, and the wind has really picked up as you look at the flags now. Almost be blowing the, directly out. At
1: the back of the punter, Pastula. Averages
0: 41.3. They come after it. Nearly got it. Low line drive. It'll get away and not take a very good bounce. It's going to die right around the 39-yard line, but they nearly had the block that time as they brought pressure. Swan was there. Uh, MJ Hampton was close to getting to that thing, and, Uh, Almost got the third block for Delaware this year.
1: We saw how high Pasula was punting in the pregame. He could get the ball up in the stratosphere, and that ball came out a little bit different. I don't know that the Dukes touched it, but they certainly did affect it.
0: So now JMU takes over, throwing the 39-yard line against Stanley. Hubbard is the center now as JT Timming is out of the football game. We'll see how his snaps are. The one he had before the field goal was low. That one was fine. Here is Percy with the run, trying to find some yardage, and there's not much as... There has not been much all day long. He'll get three right off the middle. Now it looks like there's an injured blue hand, although he'll get up right away. Coming in to make the tackle. I'll tell you, one young man who's had a good football game for the blue hands is outside linebacker Andrew Pulaski. He makes the tackle there. He's been living in the backfield. He has. Coming off the edge. He's kind of like Chris Chukwanecki. Thornton goes in motion. Here's a give to Percy again. tries a cutback,
1: and he will get the line of scrimmage, and there is nowhere to go there. Well, they brought uh, Thornton in motion across the formation and could have taken that handoff, and he would have had a ways to run. There were no defenders, if you noticed, on the far side of that because the wide receiver had run the corner off.
0: Man, it is a downpour now here, and now more fans are leaving the stands. There's not many fans in the stands. Well, it's, They're all underneath the concourse. It's sweeping across, running left to right. Man, and, and now the wind has changed at the back of the Dukes. They move left to right.
1: You're right. Just a moment ago, it was going the <laughs> yeah. other way.
0: Three receivers, far side left. Cole Johnson to throw in this rain. He's under pressure. They're going to dump it short. Knocked down from behind. Whitehead, the safety, following Chris Thornton the entire way. Knocks it down, and it'll be a three and out for the JMU offense. Yeah,
1: Cole tried to step up in the pocket. They brought the blitz, did the Delaware defense, and streaking across the formation, Thornton. But again, just reaching over the shoulder, and, and without touching the receiver and knocking that ball down, that was a first-class play by the all-CAA corner.
0: So now it'll be Harry O'Kelly will punt with the wind, although now it's kind of going back the other direction. It's going, and now it's going <laughs> It might be going left for him now. It is swirling here at Delaware's team. High snap, but it's going to be handled. Harry hits it. Not real deep. It's going to hit at about the 20. Take a big bounce inside the 10. Not quite. It'll go out of bounds just shy of the 10, but it took a good hop that time for Harry O'Kelly, and Delaware's going to start right at the 10-yard line. That'll be about a 45-yard Five, punt. Yeah, yep. it was. And there will be a timeout on the field. So we'll step aside with 8.37 to go. It's downpour, swirling winds right now. Nasty conditions here at Delaware Stadium with 8.37 to play in the third quarter. James Madison does lead, though. They lead Delaware 12-10. You're listening to
1: James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio Network. Geico, bundle your home and auto insurance today. Well, Ethan Ratke's been the story with the scoring this afternoon. The four field goals, he's now up to 89, 469 Total points on his four for four day, and these those have not been chippy shots. And he moves past Cooper Cup and uh, fourth place all alone. He's now just trailing Terrence West, the great running back for Towson University, who has 516 total points in this game. And the Dukes have needed every one of these points this afternoon. How valuable has that been, Dave? Ethan Radke, 12. Delaware ten right now. That's what it is. Nobody else <laughs> well, has scored a point. I, I, I'm gonna give the defense a lot of credit. They, no they, question. They, they, they've they've really pressured this. They let the and one touchdown on the double And now let's see if they can maybe move. open this game up. With that Delaware's backed
0: up their own ten yard line. Let's see if Coach Heatherman, which he's aggressive anyway, but let's see if they can make a play. And what a defensive score! It's about Not time. How lot wide
1: that. receivers in this line.
0: Paoletti is the quarterback. He is their. Wildcat quarterback, and he is going to be tackled for loss. Getting in there was Mike Green. He dominated the guard, got to pay Aleti a loss of three back to the seven-yard line. He had no prayer. As soon as he got the football, he had to try and avoid
1: Mike Green. <laughs> you, again, in the last few plays, it looks like the Duke's defenders have, are reading the playbook of Delaware just a little bit. Just want to keep this ball in front of you. As far as the secondary is concerned, you want to keep everything in front of you and break up third and long. here to second and long.
0: Second down, 13 from their own seven. They show pressure again. Lee is the back. Under center now is Gwynn. He turns a fake handoff. Under pressure gets hit, dumps it to Lee, and he drops the football. Chris Chukonecki was right there. I don't think he would have gone very far, but he was lucky. He didn't get hit for a safety. He got rid of that as he got hit in the end zone. Well,
1: Lee a was little Bryce frustrated. Carter was right there. Lee a little frustrated with himself, not being able to hold on, but I agree with you. I think Chuck. Chris Jackmanaki would have been right there on Johnny on the spot. He had the angle in the tackle, and now it is third and long. We'll see more wide receivers in the Delaware attack.
0: Quinn in the shotgun. He's got one back to each side as they brought in Quincy Watson as well. Two receivers to the far side right. Here comes the Blitz handoff to Lee, and he will get stuck to the line of scrimmage by Diamante Tucker-Dorsey. Carpenter was right there. Kelvin Azanama, no gain. They go backwards on the drive, and they will punt from their own seven-yard line with 7.45
1: to play here in the third quarter. Defense didn't believe it was going to be a pass. I don't believe. They came running up the – I mean, they blitzed every gap to try to hold that down. And now, again, another deep punt for Petula.
0: He will stand in his own end zone for the third time in this game. They almost got to it last time. Let's see if they bring pressure. Coach Kane, does he bring some pressure? They do. almost got there. (laughs) It was close again. It's going to die at the 38-yard line, take a little blue hen hop to the 40, and the Dukes will start for the fifth time in this game in Delaware Territory. First time here in the second half, 7.15 to go, third quarter, James Madison 12, Delaware
1: 10. Let's see if the offense can finally find the end zone. Well, again, I think the, defensive, the pressure on the punter affected that punt. He did no not get it away cleanly. And uh, though it wasn't touched, it affected it. And Troba did a nice job of just saying, waving everybody off, say, get out of the way. This ball's going to die. Two receivers left side. Thornton and
0: Wells on the far side left. Bracey to the near side right. The tight end, this formation for the Dukes is Drew Painter. They want to throw the football. Cole surveys the field. Goes to Painter down the seam. He's going
1: to catch it at the
0: 32-yard line, fight for yards, and have the first down of the 29. Good Boy, extra that's
1: effort that time by Painter. Tough Ergy to take first down. He wanted to drag it in. And really, Cole had two receivers almost side by side as he had Bracey just to the inside. It could have gone to either one.
0: And now Painter's limping, and he's going to have to come off the football field. Boy, I talked in pregame about how this is about as healthy as they've been all year long, and I might have jinxed it. Holy <laughs> smokes. So coming in is Clayton Cheatham. He'll be the tight and attached left side. Palmer to the left of Cole Johnson. First down 10 from the 29 of Delaware. Hand off to Latrell. Right side has a hole to the 25, and he will get seven. I'll give him six to the 23. Looked like it might get more than that, but good blocking by the young offensive line,
1: especially with Hubbard now out there for JT Timming. May have been the longest run of the day, six yards that time. following a for okay. a running back. <laughs> uh, well, it's not been many. That's for no. sure. Cole Potts did a good job of pulling out and leading that play, and Latrell got in his pocket and got the six. Solomon
0: Van has checked in. He's to the back. He's to the right of Cole Johnson as a running back. Two receivers left side again. Attached on the right side is... Cheat on the tight end. Bracey is to the near side right. In motion is Thornton. They fake the toss to him. Getting hit is Cole over the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Boy, he got clobbered. Coming from the outside on a blitz that
1: time was the corner. Amonti Struthers, and he hit him hard. Well, Struthers kind of faked that blitz. You could see him kind of lining it up. He almost gave it away, and the Dukes were not able to pick him up off the corner. Third down. All right, But the Dukes in this situation, third and five, maybe a little less, have some options here. They don't have to go for the home run ball. Van Horst comes out, Palmer in.
0: Three receivers left side, including on the tight end. He's the inside receiver. Cole going to throw it, looks left sideline. Going to go over the middle for Bracey, tipped up in the air, intercepted by Delaware. It was the man we just talked about, Amonti Struthers. The pass was high. Bracy tipped it, tried to grab it himself. He could not. Struthers will get it, and it's an INT, the second thrown this season. By Cole Johnson, and Struthers gets the pick. That is the second interception
1: for him this year. Uh, Close coverage on a little drag pattern over the middle. All the other wide receivers went deep in the JMU offense. It looked like it would be a clean. I'm not sure Cole let him just enough. It was a touch high. Ball got tipped into the air, and the uh, cornerback was right there to garner the end and stop this JMU drive. That was a big turnover. Little star beside that one for this JMU offense.
0: So now five times they've began a drive in Delaware territory. Still nine points to show for it. No touchdowns. Handoff Lee. He's gonna fight for one yard. He was hit in the backfield again and has to get one yard. Good job by MJ Hampton. Isaac Uku helps make the stop. They're gonna give him actually two to the
1: twenty-six, but that was a heck of a two-yard run. Only five minutes, 41 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Delaware doesn't need to do anything fancy here right now. They're, not, they're only down by two. They just want to grind this out.
0: Second, and a field goal gives them the lead right now, so yeah. they're they're hanging in this game. 5.25 left here in the third quarter. High snap. Gwynn has to just take off and run with it, and this is going to be one of their best offensive plays. as It goes for four,
1: especially
0: here in the second half. He's upended by Hampton. And Kelvin Azanima.
1: Sam Kidd also there on that. But third and four,
0: got four needs four here. Third down and four yards to go. The Blue Hens are just two for nine on third down, and they're zero for their last five.
1: Can't imagine this. And they will bring in.
0: Well, they bring in Paoletti. Yeah, they do. Their Wildcat quarterback. All
1: ends in tight.
0: At some point, he's going to throw the football though, and it will not be this time. He's going to run it, and he's going to be short of the sticks. Good job by Chris Chuckwinecki. Tucker Dorsey
1: also, and came up a little bit lame, now nursing a right the right wheel. Got a right ankle or leg, may have a little bit of a Charlie oh, horse.
0: The punt unit going to come on for Delaware on fourth and one.
1: Pelletti dove and stretched the football to the 33-yard line, had to get to the 34, so he. Mateo Jackson comes in and replace Tuck at the linebacking position for the Dukes.
0: JMU is going to play punt safe. They will have their defense out there, except Stroba, Stroba is back deep. So, they will try and just make sure they punt the football. In fourth don't, and one. Don't move. Not a great snap again. But truly hammers this one. This is a bomb. Stroba will go back and call for the fair catch and make it inside the 15 yard line.
1: Well, that's a tough situation. You don't want to let that ball go, and it might roll it into might the end go, zone. That one might with and the, hand way, it the way it was going. But uh, Shroba gets the hand up and able to curtail that wet football. 4.05 to play, third quarter. Stop raining.
0: Delaware has 93 yards of offense, 93. And 10 now, points. Now JMU only has 175, so it's not like either one of these offenses have done much today. But who's going to out-ugly the other, right? Somebody's got to step up and make a play. 4.05 left here in the third quarter. James Madison 12, Delaware 10. Again, the stands are fairly empty because
1: of the rain. Now yeah, People, some are starting to file but back are starting
0: up. to come back in. Cole Johnson, handoff to Persia J. Obese and just a massive humanity right there for one yard. There's just nowhere to go for either team running the football. Now in the game,
1: JMU has ran the football 28 times for 69 yards. Left guard, Tyshawn Wyatt kind of pounding the deck out there. He looked like he may have hurt himself, but he stays in the ball game.
0: James Madison has held Delaware to 25 carries. The Blue Hens have 19 rushing yards, less than a yard per carry. Second down and nine from their own 15. Cole, three-step drop, looks over the middle of the football field, finds Antoine left side and
1: can't hang on to it. A little bit high and outside. Good coverage again as he goes hit just across the 30-yard line. He looked over the middle, then went left to Antoine, who was open.
0: He threw it high, but because of the wet gloves and wet football, it slipped through there. It's still raining. So third down, nine. Tough play call here for Coach Signetti. Solomon Van Horse checked in as the receiving back. He's their third down back. Three receivers to the near side, right one to the left side. That's Wells again. Cole looks to Antoine. Now looks to the middle of the football field and then oh, blasted as Chris Thornton as
1: the ball was behind him and it's incomplete. Coming up from that secondary to the safety. Oh, it smokes. They are Noah Plack really today to the, as the ball went through the hands. Noah Plaque plastered.
0: Chris got up right away. Chris he's Lorton. okay. But honestly, that was almost a hit
1: to a defenseless receiver because right, he's trying exactly to get the football
0: and yeah,
1: just the mm-hmm. way it's called sometimes. And now, Kelly will be called on again to try to dig this out. A little bit of sun trying to peek through, but it's still raining. <laughs>
0: it's been an awkward day in more ways than one. Here's the end over end punt. Not real deep. Fair catch called for and made by Townsend as he kind of bobbles that thing falling to his. Backside as he will make it at about the 48 49 yard line, so Delaware's going to have the football around midfield, and again they've got a kicker with a strong leg, and they're only down two points, three seventeen
1: to play in the third quarter. lots of time. but you almost get a feeling that Danny Rocco the and the, the Blue hens might play here for that field goal opportunity here just to get them the, the lead back in this ball game the Dukes lead 12 to 10, three seventeen left to go. And will we see Gwen or will we it's see Peoletti. the running quarterback? It
0: is Paoletti who's in the football game, their Wildcat quarterback. But, again, he's going to throw this football sometime. He's going to try to take a shot. <laughs> it's that kind of day. And it's going to be a fake option. He's going to run the football on just a quarterback draw across midfield to the 49. Now he picks up three. Tuck was right there to help make the stop. He's back out there, but he's limping again. Injuries are taking their toll for the Dukes here this afternoon. You see he's wrapped up his ankle or his leg. Three minutes to play here in the third quarter. And Gwynn will
1: come back in as the regular quarterback now. So Zach Gwynn, the redshirt junior from Wilmington, Delaware, is in Wayne the football Davis game. goes out defensively for JMU, and MJ Hampton comes in at the safety spot. Sam Kidd the free right now, in for Q Reed, who was banged up early in the game. Second down and
0: seven. Motion across the formation. Gwynn stands in the pocket, gets hit, and he's going to go down. Ball, ball, Sacked, ball, and the ball is loose near the 45-yard line. JMU says they have it, and they do. It's a turnover,
1: and... Coming in with this Chris Chukwinecki. What a big play by the Dukes defense. It was a mad scramble right near the 45-yard line and a tough hit by the JMU defense. We'll try to take a look at the replay if they give it to us because you could not see as he goes back to pass, step forward in the pocket, ball gets punched out. Abby Akonji
0: was the first one there. Yes, I think he'll he probably get credit for the sack. It came out, and then Chris
1: Chukwinecki for the second consecutive week It's a fumble recovery. Absolutely, and I think Abby was the one that punched down on the ball with his fist to knock that ball to the turf. So just as Delaware crossed midfield, the defense steps up again. They force the turnover.
0: And now, you will have the football at the 45-yard line. It is in Blue Hens territory. 12-10, James Madison we would like to see the Duke strike quickly if they can. See if they go with a shot down the football field. They will. Deep drop Cole gets hit. He scrambles away and then gets spun down. They wanted to take a shot for the Thornton Wells and a sack on the left side coming around the left tackle, Tyler Stevens to get the
1: sack. I believe for Delaware it was Tommy Walsh. Oh, okay. Defensive tackle Walsh. Richard Junior they lined him up at the end in that spot, so they moved him around a little bit, but he beat Tyler
0: Stevens. But you're right, they wanted to take a shot. They want to go play action, take a shot after the change of possession. Instead, it's a loss of eight back to the 47-yard line. Cole Johnson has plenty of time this time. Stands up, he will take off, keeps alive. He will run now, makes the first man miss and has a close to a first down. He will dive and get the longest run of the day for the Dukes. It goes for 17, a yard shy of the sticks. Good decision by Cole Johnson, but again,
1: Nobody opened down the football field for James Madison. Well, good decision by Cole, of course, to get that long gainer and into near the 35 because all the receivers covered. They had taken everybody down the field. Cole pump faked and uh, drew the defender to him and then was able to move around him.
0: So now it'll be third down and one from the Delaware 36-yard line. Painter and Cheatham will switch to the left side now. Here's a handoff to Latrell Palmer. No, it's a keep by Cole Johnson, and he's got a ton of room to run. No one will catch Cole Johnson on the zone read. He goes for 36 and a touchdown. Touchdown, JMU. Touchdown, Cole
1: Johnson. Wow, what a drive by the Dukes there. They stuck it in the belly. They're running back. All of the defenders for Delaware jumped on his back and crushed him to the turf, and then you looked as Cole put it on his left hip around the side he goes, and it was – Clear sailing, my friend, all the way in. Man, what
0: a fake. Great job by Cole Johnson, that zone read. You don't expect him to keep it. He's done that a couple times in crucial situations throughout the season, but a great job by the senior. Just made the right call in that zone read, and the kick by Ethan Ratke is good. Now it's a two-score game in these conditions, as JMU is getting a little separation now here in the second half. 1-on-1 to go here in the third quarter. It's James Madison 19, Delaware 10, as we continue with JMU football, the Morrison Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio Network. Here's the kick by Camden Wise. It'll be Coleman from his own five-yard line. By the numbers, gets a good block to the 20-25. Between the numbers and the hash, he'll fall forward to the 30-yard line. On special teams, helping to make the tackle. Jalen Walker was there again. He was the first man
1: off. Uh, We've got to find that man. He needs a ergy cheesesteak, don't you think? He needs something, man. He uh Dukes go three plays, forty five yards, minute twenty seven. Ethan Radke's kick good. The thirty six yard touchdown run by Cole Johnson. By the way, that is
0: a career high for Cole Johnson, thirty-six yard run. It was thirty three before that. Yep. Now the Dukes over 200 yards of offense. They have held UD to 90 yards of offense and six in the second half. Now
1: keep everything in front of you, defense. Don't let anything
0: behind you. 19-10, James Madison. Delaware's Zach Gwynn lifts his leg, gets the high snap. Under some pressure, going to throw it deep on the right sideline. Miscommunication again. Pitts, yeah. is, he's cutting off the route. Gwynn wants to throw it deep every time. They've had second. miscommunication twice in this game.
1: Well, the JMU Dukes got that turnover at the 228 mark on the fumble recovery. I believe Abby Okunje knocked it free. And the Dukes pick it up, and then right away, the Dukes, three plays later, are able to stick it in for six. From the 30-yard line. In their own territory.
0: Delaware moving right to left with 49 seconds left here in the third quarter. JMU has outscored the Hens 19, or excuse me, 10-0 here in this third quarter. Under pressure, Gwendon will take off and run. He's going to get some yardage, but a good job. Tony Thurston was right there. Also, Bryce Carter was right there to help stop the quarterback for a short
1: gain of just two yards. Gosh, I'm not even sure he got a total of two. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) He came from so far back as he retreated. It's up to the 32, so it will be second, make it third down and eight. How big a play is this now, third down for Delaware? They've got to get something going, no doubt. 19 seconds left in the quarter.
0: And now one of the receivers takes off and was 10 yards down the football field before he realized that no one else on his offense moved. Tight end moved, but the receiver was...
1: (laughs) That's a problem. Not good for Jordan Townsend. You've got to feel sometimes when you play as multiple quarterbacks as Delaware has to do, that sometimes that cadence is just a little different. So now it'll be third down and 13 yards to go instead of third and eight. Jalen Green now is the right defensive end for JMU. Green is the inside tackle. Both running backs are wings now to try and max
0: protect. It doesn't matter. they going to throw it deep down this left sideline. Taurus Carroll was there. Great coverage. Again, on.
1: miscommunication with the yeah, receiver not cut even close off his pattern. Taurus was about as close as anyone to. And get the ball game. is
0: so far out of bounds, he doesn't even give the receiver a chance to catch it. So Gwen is really struggling right now. He is five out of 16 throwing the football, and that's going to be the final play of our third quarter. We'll come back with a fourth after three. It's James Madison 19, Delaware 10. You're listening to James Madison football the Morris Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio Network.
1: Three chapters of this game complete this afternoon. Dukes lead the ballgame 19-10. Dukes with 222 yards of total offense. Delaware with just 92 so far. We'll get some more third quarter stats before we have a moment before they kick. Maybe so. It's, uh, with that turnover in this ball game, and Cole Johnson going the 36 yards and the four field goals by Ethan Ratke, the story here this afternoon. But I give a lot of credit to the JMU defense. They've, they've really hustled to the ball and made it so difficult for Delaware all afternoon. 92 yards.
0: They had eight yards in the third quarter, just 92 total yards for Delaware. This JMU
1: defense is playing at a high, high level. Cole Johnson, 14 of 26, only 107 yards, and to show you how well. They're playing two safeties defensively, uh, Delaware deep. But Cole is the leading uh, ball carrier in the ball game, six carries and 53 yards. He's had, the, 36. he's had the
0: three longest runs in this <laughs> game for JMU. Really has.
1: When would you think that was going to be the case with the stable of <laughs> running backs that JMU has? But his trickery, Dave, and being able to stick that ball on his hip, Good call by the offensive coaches here in the press box, seeing that that was a play that might run. 19-10, James Madison. Here's the first play
0: of the fourth quarter. It is a punt attempt. Pastula hits it pretty well. Spiral. Strobo will have a chance to return it from his own 20-yard line between the hash and the number. Goes right side, has blockers. Strobo to the 30, runs into his own blocker, and then it's blasted at the 30-yard line.
1: Hold on to the ball, young man.
0: Which that's one thing, and that's one of the reasons he's back there is because he's very sure-handed. Dukes will begin from their own 30-yard line, 12 seconds into the fourth quarter with a nine-point lead. Is that touchdown from Cole Johnson and the PAT by Ratke got them the two-score lead?
1: Really like that they're getting a little bit more out of the punt game. That a 10-yard return. Different starting at the 20-yard line as opposed to your own 30. Now let's see if this defense loosens up a little bit. They're still going to play two safeties high and play off the wide receivers. Two receivers left side. Clayton
0: Cheatham will come in motion now. Latrell Palmer is the back. Here is a handoff. And he's going to hit the line of scrimmage and no game. Good job again by Johnny Buchanan. Inside linebacker was
1: right there. Came away with a football, but they said he was down. Now this is, again, situation you get a pile up, and you start grabbing at that football. Going to go four receivers
0: now. Just ten personnel, no tight ends, four receivers. As Devin Ravenel has checked in, he's the inside of the three on the near side left. Far side right is Reggie Brown. Second down and 10 for James Madison from their own 30-yard line. Cole, three-step drop, looks right side, going to throw it to Latrell Palmer short. He's got enough for the first down, I believe, as he goes down the far sideline where they mark him out at the 42. That's a gain of 12 for Latrell Palmer. They've had to check down quite a bit to their receivers, but a good decision that time, and that'll be an Ergie's cheesesteak first down for the Dukes.
1: Only a three-man rush that for Delaware. They were dropping everybody, good chick, and that was as wide open as a JMU receiver had been all day. The trail was kind of surprised as he backed up into that one.
0: Luke's trying to take a stranglehold of this football game, go score again. We'll Going back to 12 personnel with two tight ends. Fake handoff, Cole, a deep drop. let take a shot for Chris Thornton on a corner route near sideline. Chris goes in, he can't quite make the grab. It comes Boy, down on his to his
1: shoulder, but it to, was Whitehead who was right there to make the play. Trying to angle his body back in, Dave. Trying to cut off the cornerback who had him covered. but a productive play on first down in my estimation to stretch this defense just a little bit more.
0: It's a little nervous. Chris kind of came down awkwardly on his shoulder and almost had his arm underneath him, but he got up fine, looks to be okay.
1: Like the rubber band man.
0: Coming in motion is Ravenel. They'll go with a quick pass to the right side for Reggie Brown on a comeback and a little miscommunication that time. He went only like too far on that route and Cole didn't think he was going to go quite far enough. We saw that earlier with a... Throw near the end zone to Reggie. So now third and ten after two incomplete passes. The needs to get the football back. They're down nine. Dukes extend this lead. Chris Thornton again does check back in, so ten personnel with four receivers. Wells, Ravenel, and Thornton come to this near side left. Reggie Brown to the far side right. Cole Johnson gets the chest-high snap, looks left side, looks over the middle, steps to his right, steps up and dumps it short to Lorenzo Bryant Jr., who drops the football. The pass was low to him, though, but again had to check down to a running back for the umpteenth time in this football game, and this one falls incomplete. They get the one first down. Now Harry O'Kelly on to punt for the
1: Dukes. They flipped the field here a little bit. This drive started at the 30. They did get out to the, to the uh, 42. So O'Kelly will have a chance to just let it fly here. Inside the 20. Jordan Townsend back to receive the punt for the Blue Hens.
0: Meehan goes in motion across this punt formation. Kyle Davis to snap it. On the money as always by Kyle. Here's an end-over-end punt by Harry O'Kelly. Townsend calls for the fair catch. MJ Hampton was waiting for him right there, but good job to make him call for the fair catch, and they will begin inside their own 20 at the 16-yard line. The Blue Hens down nine with the football,
1: 13-35 to go here in the fourth quarter. You're certainly not out of the water yet. You need to hang on and stay with us here. This a nine-point lead, can evaporate on one missed tackle. 92 total yards of offense for
0: Danny Rocco's Delaware Blue Hens. It has been a rough day offensively, but they do have one touchdown.
1: Well, Delaware has made it ugly, but they've played as effectively as they can with the pieces they've got to put together. Just not able to run the football right now.
0: it, quarterback gets the snap handoff and hit in the backfield. Trying to bounce off again. Nowhere to go. There's a Carpenter. host of Dukes right there. James Carpenter, the first one there. <laughs> Abby Okonji
1: was there. MJ Hampton, a loss of three for Dejon Lee. James Carpenter made a big move, uppercut on the inside, had the glasses on it. Got into the backfield and knocked Lee to the deck. A lot of negative yardage today on mm. plays for Delaware.
0: Second down, 13 from their own 14-yard line. They move left to right. Gwynn wants to throw it. Goes left sideline. Damali will dive. Did he make the grab? He did. The tight end will make the catch across the 20, diving toward the boundary. He'll make the catch. They'll mark him at
1: the 24-yard line. His first reception, but a heck of a catch by Damali, at the tight end. Only six of the year for him. His long of 26. But it makes it a manageable third down play. More importantly, keeps that clock moving. Third down and two now after the 11 yard completion.
0: Football at the 24 left hash as Delaware moves left to right. Two receivers come to the near side right in motion now as their tight end, Braden Brose. Going to run it with nope, it's a flash and pass. Going to fire on a corner near sideline and it's going to be incomplete. Good coverage by MJ Hampton. Right with Gene Coleman that time and it falls incomplete. Pretty well thrown
1: ball, but better coverage by MJ as he's had a heck of a day. Tough pass to catch because he had to twist his body as he came towards the Delaware sideline near the 50-yard line. So a three and out after they forced the Dukes punt. We're in now only 33% on the afternoon, 6 of 18.
0: Hmm. A rough day for him. Absolutely. Pastula on to punt. Bring a little pressure, low-line drive. Not returnable unless he gets a good hop, and Jack will just let this go better to be safe than sorry that time and it was a little bit too deep it wasn't a great punt but it gets a hop down to the 25 yard line for Delaware as they will
1: begin the Dukes will at the 25 yard line well a sustained drive here would be really really helpful for the JMU Dukes to burn some time off this clock you get the feeling that Delaware a little bit flat right now
0: but their defense has played good they've kept them in the game only allowed JMU to get 234 yards of offense so far and Excellent tackling, as we've mentioned all day by Delaware. I mean, Cole Johnson's only 50%
1: in the game now. He's 15 of 30. That's the that's the worst he's been all, all of the year. Everything's been kind of ugly all the way around right. for, for both teams, other than the defensive plays.
0: Out of the shotgun is Cole Johnson. There's a handoff to Percy J. a jump cut, and he's going to fall for three. Just... Both teams have had their running backs are having to avoid people at the line of scrimmage or in the in the backfield where there's just there's no room to do that
1: down the football field. The push has just not been there. Give the defenses a ton of credit today. Kendrick Whitehead making that stop. He came up from the strong safety position to get in the backfield. Eleven forty-three to go. Clock rolls here in the fourth quarter. Damn you up nineteen
0: to ten. Another give to Percy has a head of steam, but a good tackle by Dalen Darian graduate student from Penn State. He's the Baltimore native. He'll make the stop at the 31-yard line. It'll be
1: a third and four, another three-yard gain for Percy. So two new offensive linemen today due to injuries. Mention mentioned Altman, of course, being in there, and Hubbard at center. Stevens is back out there as the left tackle, but Hubbard is the center
0: now for J.T. Timmick. No, well, you know Stevens is not necessarily 100%. Two receivers near side left. One of the far side right is Reggie Brown. Out of the shotgun is Cole Johnson. They snap it back to him. It's a handoff to Latrell. Big hole for Latrell this time to the 40. 45-yard line of the 50. Shucked out of bounds across midfield at the 44-yard line. Finally a burst for Latrell Palmer. He gets an explosive play into UD territory at the 44. About 23 yards on that. Where did that hole come from, huh? I'll take it. They went over the right side that time with Kidwell and Potts, and coaches talked a lot about Nick Kidwell. He's played really well up front for the Dukes in a big hole that time. First down and 10 now at the 44-yard line of Delaware. Two receivers going to the near side left. Luttrell moves to the right side. Zone read again. Hand off to Latrell. Maybe they're starting to wear him down. Much bigger hole that time for
1: Latrell running down the right hash up to the 38. There's six more yards for Palmer. Well, I mentioned after the turnover, after the fumble and then the score by JMU, it appeared to take a little bit of the air out of the sails. And now, right now, the defense is not as crisp for Delaware. And they're not tackling quite as well. No. Now the skies have cleared, but I'll be quiet. It'll rain again, I'm sure. <laughs> Second down and four for James
0: Madison. Palmer stays in the football game. He's up to 65 yards now on 14 carries. Here's his 15th tote, and it's going to be about a yard shy of the sticks as he gets three to the 35-yard line. But back into
1: Delaware territory with 9.50 to go, trying to put this game out of reach. Johnny Buchanan with another one-on-one stop of Latrell Palmer. So here's probably two down territory, Dave. They don't get the first here on... Third and one,
0: I think so. It will be a handoff to
1: Latrell, mm. and he's
0: no—he's well, still fighting for yardage, and he can't quite get there. I don't think.
1: That pile drives. He may have gotten they just the inside for progress, but 35. I think it's about a half yard short.
0: Boy, he stepped out of a, a shoestring tackle, and then he tried to get some yardage, and then there were Whitehead came flying from the secondary. One of the defensive tackles was right there. Jordan Morris at six-two-three-ten.
1: Now they're going to give him the ergie's cheese oh, take. first wow. down. Boy, what a That's, great uh, mark! And there's no – Without w- measuring. I, I, if I was Coach Rocco, oh. I'd be a little upset for Delaware. I don't think that was a first down. but Boy, didn't look with the first spot. I agree with you. I will take it. The Dukes will take it.
0: So they move it at the 34-yard line now. Chris Thornton goes in motion. Another handoff this time. It's Percy who spins and gets four yards to the 30.
1: So starting to get four, five, six yards now on these carries. Notice that side with Kidwell and Potts, like you mentioned before, starting to lose a little more damage to the left side of the defensive front for Delaware. Now the Dukes will run a little time off this clock. Going to be very patient right now, run the football. 8.48, and the clock moving, 20 seconds on the play clock.
0: 19-10, James Madison, Percy now, offset to the right of Cole. Another zone read, another handoff to Percy, and this time no gain. First man there was the defensive tackle Tommy Walsh, who've said his name a few times, but he makes a stop there for no gain. Third and six now. The Dukes on third down in the game. They've had a lot of third downs. They're nine for twenty. That's a lot of third down opportunities. Mm. And they haven't been short necessarily third downs until this drive. And honestly, not forty-five percent. That's not bad. The Dukes lead the CA at forty-seven percent. They're seventh in the country. Just doesn't seem like they've been great on third down today. Now, what do you call here, Coach? This is going to be a short pass to Antoine Wells Jr. All right, I'm, I'm looking for Cheatham. Yeah, I think you're right. They look that way. Oh, how about a handoff? And good Ooh. job to Serge Ford. He's going to be about a yard shy of the first down by Percy.
1: A little offset. They had all the formation to the right side. Quick handoff back on the inside with a little trap block and. The fourth and one gets down to another fourth down play.
0: Coach Signetti says we're going to. We're going to bring on the field goal team. So they will not go for it on fourth and one. So this could be five for five for Ethan Ratke, which would be a new career high. He's tied a career high with four for four. Now this will be a 42-yard attempt. Antonio Colclaw has to come on late for the Dukes. Kyle Davis to snap. Alex Miller will hold. Ratke trying to go five for five. Now they will line up and go under center. Fourth and one. Alex Miller under center. That was going to fake the snap. Timeout, Coach Signetti. And Coach Signetti calls a timeout. I was really hoping that was going, they were going to run a play with Alex Miller under center. Well, you know, Alex would like that as well. He he relishes those opportunities for sure. So they will keep the field goal unit on there, but Coach Signetti wanted to see if they could run a, a fake
1: well, or at least see, see if they, if they could draw. get them
0: to, And that's what they—a yeah. a fake snap to see if they could get them to come across.
1: Even bringing the player in late, and that may be doing an injury to try to get that creates a little bit of doubt on that defensive side where you might move, and then you shift out of that and you send Ratke out as a wide receiver to the right side. Grant
0: Kane's has done a great job with these special teams units. Special teams coordinator of the Dukes, and
1: this combination of snap, hold, and kick. Mm. Have been just awesome. They, I mean, the timing it takes just to get the ball on the tee is so minuscule.
0: You're showing your age. There's no tee anymore, my friend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's on the <laughs> good snap, good hold. The kick by Ethan Ratke is up, and the kick by Ethan Ratke is good again. A new career high for Ethan Ratke. He's five for five in the football game, and the Dukes extend their lead, twenty to ten, with a forty-two yard field goal. By Ethan Ratke, 704 to go here in the fourth quarter, 22-10. James Madison, you're listening to JMU Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio
1: Network. Well, it's been an Ethan Ratke day here for sure. Five for five for that redshirt senior. Ten plays the Dukes go, 50 yards, five minutes and six seconds, and he has been there, the money man, when the Dukes needed him most because in that first half the Dukes offense was struggling, my friend.
0: Ethan Ratke is now 18 of 20 this year, so already 18 made field goals, and now he has 90 made field goals in his career in 105 attempts. He's only missed 15 his entire career. Some guys missed 15 in a season or two, but he's missed 15 his entire only career. Next closest is at 75. Man. He is obliterating the record. Obviously, he got another year, so that certainly helps, but still, it's been quite a career for Ethan Ratkin. and great to see him bounce back after the Villanova game. So many people... Hard on him after that football game. Nobody on the team or the coaching staff or anybody but involved. but Nobody was hard on himself absolutely. except Ethan.
1: Yep. And you didn't have to say anything to him. You saw it all over his face. He's 9 for 9 since then the last two football games, and everything's been pretty much right down the middle. And look at the distance on these field goals today. These aren't short, chippy 10-yarders. And he doesn't have a tremendously strong leg. No. But it, and it's not getting over by a lot, but 50
0: and in, he's, accurate, he's money. The accuracy <laughs> has just been 7.04 to go here in the fourth quarter. Camden Wise will do the kickoff duties. Taken by Townsend on the far side between the hash and the numbers at the 10-yard line, and they have not been able to get much going here, and they won't this time either. He's outside the numbers and over there to help make the tackle. Sammy Malinagi helped, and now there's a flag that comes out late, and I think it's going to go against Delaware.
1: I haven't seen too many penalty flags this afternoon. Well, there haven't been, been many. You you know, right. There's only it. been four the entire
0: game. Right. One on Delaware. This could be the second, and three on James Madison. The three on JMU have been pretty big ones. A couple of PIs right. hurt the Dukes. For that pass interference time. The other one, I guess, was the uh, one by Jordan Swan when he came across the line of scrimmage and got the receiver. This should move Delaware back inside their own 15-yard line. Oh, it's a dead ball. So it's a personal foul. Ooh. On Braden Bros, their backup tight end on special
1: teams, so he hit one of the Dukes late, and it will move the football inside the 15-yard line. Kindly occurred about the 21 or 22, so half the distance back to the 11. Yep. So not great for
0: UD. Again, it's still a two-score game. They're in the football game. The skies have cleared. There's some sun out now. Trying to peek through some clouds (laughs) a little bit. Don't listen to Clint on your weather forecast. They'll swing it left side as and lateral to Lee gets a great block, and he's going to get out of bounds across the 15-yard line. Force him to the boundary was Chris Chukwinecki, and now a late flag comes out, and I believe it's going to be on
1: Delaware again. Up right in front of the Delaware bench, and I'll tell you, Bryce Carter got held. Left defensive end, trying to come out and curl that play in, and Bryce is a little bit nicked up now. He goes out, He's going out of the ballgame. He's nursing the right wheel as well. And having a coming in. And if This game has not been pretty, but it has been physical. Penalty against. It's going to see a blow to the face, personal
0: foul. They'll tack on 15. So 6:51 to go. That pass, I believe, was a backward pass to to Lee. So I think they'll give him a run on that play, and that's going to be probably his longest run of the football game. He I had agree. a 16-yarder in the first half,
1: but 14 carries, 23 yards before that one for him. Not the way you'd like to see the Dukes finish this up. 6:51, 22 to 10, they lead. They've allowed no points in the second half. More Delaware so far.
0: Tight end Damali goes in motion to the left side, lead to the back under pressure. Gwyn gonna fire over the middle of the football field for Pitts. That's gonna be tipped intercepted by Greg Ross. He gets the pick at the fifty yard line. He's gonna be tackled about the forty three. It's a no bones day today for this Blue Hens offense.
1: Yeah, that third pick of the season for Greg Ross on the deep pass, and really able to concentrate on the tipped ball and. That should just about seal it up here in Delaware for the JMU Dukes who needed, a, needed this one big time on homecoming. 6.34 to play, and now the defense <laughs> is forcing some turnovers
0: here in the second half. They got the fumble recovery by Chuck Wenecki after the sack by Abby, and then the Abby came off the goal I think he's the one that hit the quarterback that time to kind of force the, the bad throw to Pitts, and then Greg on the tip gets the INT. Greg Ross's third pick of the season. Here's a handoff for Latrell Palmer. We'll see a lot of Palmer and Abby J. Obese or Abby. I just I was looking at him over there.
1: Percy at J. <laughs> Percy at J. Obese. How about that turnover for the JMU Dukes? And they've been able to pull everything they can together here in this second half. Create some turnovers. And
0: now the game. Delaware fans start to head to the exits. They did it earlier with the rain. They came back. Now they're leaving for good. Six minutes of play in the fourth quarter. Dukes in control up 22-10. And this could be a hard-fought win for them, it looks like, if they can hang on. But there's, there's, there's a lot of work to be done, no doubt. Second down, six. Latrell Palmer is the back. The radical Johnson. He'll get the carry again. Hitting the backfield. We'll battle for yards, man. That kid runs so hard. He gets two, and he was hit about two yards behind the line of scrimmage. He is always going to finish a run. That's one thing that he, Percy, and these backs will do. They're going to finish runs.
1: may not be a long run, but they're going to finish it try and get as many yards as they possibly can. Tayshawn Wyatt again showing he's limping back to the line of scrimmage, the redshirt freshman from Richmond. Duke's left guard. Now not
0: 100%. 5.21 to go. The clock rolls. And much like we've seen, and this has been a good way to kind of finish this football game for JMU, is to just run the football, run some clock. And now the sun is... Shining brightly on the far stands. Far stands, yeah. Two receivers near side left, Hand off to Latrell. Stacked
1: up, nowhere to go. Boy, Cole Johnson could have kept that again. He would have run forever. Both I wide think, receivers were locked up. In I think in the second on or third quarter, he probably keeps that. Fourth quarter, when
0: you're ahead, uh, just in case I have to take a hit, let's not do it.
1: But yeah, I think was, you're right. He could have kept that and had an easy There was net. nobody out there. He right. could have gone down or slid down if he wanted to, if he had been able to hold on. But, And the toughest thing to do in this type of game with 435 and the clock moving is, you know, if you're going to get the balls running back, it's going to be everybody on your back. So tough to gain any yardage. Fourth down, what would the Dukes do?
0: I think they're going to let the clock run and then punt the football, it looks like. It's fourth down. They may just take the penalty and move it back to the 44-yard line, give a little bit more room to punt this football. A little out of the range for Ethan Ratke at this point. Yeah. And don't want to try anything like that, too, on a long field goal. You've got to have it a lower kick where uh, anything, (laughs) if you kick it lower, obviously it could get blocked. Then all of a sudden they pick it up, run it back, and they're back in the game. So, again, this team has 108 yards of offense. Make them go 90-plus to try and get points.
1: 23 rushing yards allowed by the JMU defense. Of course, there's a lot of negative yardage in that. As this offense, again, I, I still think, and again, hopefully
0: JT Timming will be okay. I still think the best offense is certainly ahead for this team.
1: Nine but first downs of the ball game. They had eight in the first half Did Delaware. Harry does not hit this
0: real well because there was somebody almost there to block it, but it does take a JMU bounce. and <laughs> It's going to get down to the 10-yard line, now down to the nine. So A couple of times inside the 20 because of his Australian football background, he's able to kind of contort his uh, body and kick that thing away from the defender and get it down to the 9-yard line. Time it on the field. We'll step aside. 3.57 ago, here in the fourth quarter. James Madison, 22, Delaware 10.
1: You're listening to JMU Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio Network. Our well, CarMax is proud to be the season-presenting sponsor for football. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We've talked all year about the 50th season, and today has been a strange game. Uh, Going back into 1995, Mike Colley, the quarterback, Quincy Walker, David Bailey, Mike Howard, Julius Williams on an 8-14 for JMU, 6-2 overall Yankee Conference playoffs for Coach Alex Wood, and the JMU Dukes play back in the 90s. Next week at Bridgeforth, when they play
0: Elon, they will celebrate the 2000s. At at Bridgeforth
1: Absolutely correct. And how nice it was for you to say back at Bridgeforth.
0: Oh, three of the last four.
1: Say that one more time. In the friendly confines of Bridgeforth (laughs) State. There you go. Elon (laughs) is playing good football, my friend. They are. They won again today. today.
0: That's going to be a huge challenge next week with one of the top quarterbacks,
1: one of the top starting quarterbacks in the league. You're going to finally see a starting quarterback, which. Davis Cheeks staying (laughs) healthy this year for Elon, which has not been the case last couple of seasons. Coach Signetti against his former team will be a storyline always is. 3.57 to
0: play here in the fourth quarter. As Delaware begins this possession from their own nine-yard line, down two scores still, 22-10. Five Ethan Ratke field goals today, which, again, is a new career high. Went under pressure, going to scramble and take off and run. Tuck tries to get there. He will slide down shy of the 14, and he began his side at the 12. So they mark him at the 12-yard line. Tuck kind of hobbling out there a little bit, too.
1: Injuries taking their toll on this team a little bit. Went out and I rewrapped his ankle. I watched that and uh, able to come back in, but I'm sure it's stiff. And now a low
0: snap. There's some movement. And it's going to be a false start against Delaware. Sam Kidd, MJ Hampton have filled in a bunch in the secondary. The safety positions. We saw MJ get a INT earlier in the football game. Sam has put a lot of good snaps throughout the year, so... Hopefully Curie will be okay, but he couldn't put much pressure on his leg when he walked off early in this contest. It's going to be a false start against James Prince III, a junior from Indianapolis, Indiana. He's their starting center, so he must have moved the football or something. Negative formation here. Second and long. Well, back of the seven-yard line, second down, 12. Gwynn from his end line going to throw it, comes near sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. Boy, Swan saw that and started to break, and if he could have kept his feet that time and not kind of slipped, he might have had a chance a pick six because that thing was kind of lopped out there. Similar to Coles against, uh, against New Hampshire when that thing was returned, just kind of hung up in the air, and the receiver really didn't have a chance to get Same it. Same position, throwing yep. it
1: across the field like right that. The left half of the, the quarter, side, right? Yep. Bryce Carter almost got there to affect that throw. So
0: now third and 12. Meehan comes in at free safety. Gwynn again under pressure from his goal line. He's going to get sacked again down to the four-yard line. The Dukes get there. Bryce Carter was right there. Also Mike Green. And the defense continues to
1: dominate this Blue Hen offense. That's the sack. The sack to give back. Food Line Feeds just donated another 1,000 meals to feed our neighbors in need right here in Harrisonburg so they will punt this is the fourth time that
0: Pastrula the punter has had to punt from his own end zone and not get the full 14 15 yards 255 left here in the fourth quarter it's a low kick that is non-returnable and Astro is going to let this go he probably could have got that some of the coaches not happy bat. that, why, why didn't you go get that football? I think he had a chance to go go get that around the 40-yard line, but he let it bounce, and then he thought about taking it off the bounce and, again,
1: kind be safe at this point in time. It bounced to the side just a little bit. If it bounced right to him, he might have done it. But, again, I think that's a wise choice. And, once again, the Dukes start near midfield, and the Dukes have played in Delaware Terrible. territory a lot today.
0: Love to see the snaps of how many snaps they've had in UD territory today. It's been a lot. At least seven, I would, I would think. <laughs> First down and 10 football there in 46. Lorenzo Bryant Jr. gets the carry. He's got a little bit of a hole around the right end. He pops loose across the 50 to the 48-yard line and picks up six yards on. First down for Lorenzo Bryant Jr. Stable running backs now that Percy's healthy, although the Kalon Black went down early
1: in the season. Lorenzo, large cast, long stride, strong legs. Clock will let it run. The we sure can show no signs of no. wanting to stop this at 2.13. So Delaware
0: likely is going to end this game with 109 yards and 25 yards in the second half. 25. Second and four now. In motion is Thornton across the formation. Hand out to Lorenzo. That's a bounce outside, stiff arm, and he will have a first down, then get knocked off his feet fairly violently at the 42-yard line. But it'll be a first down run, another Ergie's cheesesteak first down for the
1: Dukes. That's Into Delaware district. territory at the 42, and Danny Rocco, the head coach of the Blue Hens, will call a timeout. I yeah, wasn't sure what he was. That would have ended it right there if he not wanted to call that timeout. Wow, well, you're right, 25 yards allowed by the JMU defense rushing the football, and they, they lived in the backfield. But in truth, they needed all of this effort this afternoon. 22-10. It's going to be a gutsy effort, but, again, there's just so much
0: that they can improve on and get better at offensively. It's just it's been a struggle these last three weeks to get the offense going. They were so high-flying and one of the top scoring offenses in the league after two and three weeks that we expected to be easy the entire year. It's not been that case, especially when you get into league play and teams know each other so well.
1: I haven't seen a lot of Scott Bracey in the second half either after the clutch catch that he got for the first down.
0: He may have got a little bit injured yeah, I, on the one that got tipped when he had to reach up. And I agree. Might have re-aggravated the shoulder. Here's a run off the left side by
1: I see Lorenzo Q, Bryan Jr. I'm trying to find Q. Reed on the far side. I've not been able to do so. Yeah, there he is. He's still in uniform.
0: I see Scott standing over there, too, but, you know, he may have re-aggravated as UD calls a timeout again, but Scott had the separated shoulder earlier. He's come back and only missed one football game, but...
1: Delaware, always a very physical ball club, and I think Danny Rocco probably did one of his better coaching jobs today in the first half, piecing together uh, his team enough to get the lead, the... One touchdown pass to the far side on the double move was a fine call in this ball game. Kelly Mitchell is
0: coming at tight end. He and Clayton Cheatham are the tight ends here on this near side. Lorenzo Bryant Jr. stays in as the back on second down and seven yards to go. Two receivers on the right side. Most of the starters still in the football game. Hand off to Lorenzo, and he's got a hole at the middle of the football field for another first down. Right down the left hash mark to the 30, and now down to the
1: 27-yard line. They'll move the chains again. We've seen Lorenzo used in some short-yardage situations. Really got his head forward and really falling forward in that, in that run. All these backs
0: a little bit different, but all, again, able to finish runs, run hard. And now they're going to bring in three backs. And they're going to be in victory formation. So the Dukes are going to rally from a halftime deficit and get a victory here today. And get their second consecutive win. They're going to move to 6-1 on the year. They move to 4-1 in CAA play. Going to be in victory formation with a minute and six seconds remaining here in this second half of play. JMU's going to hold Delaware to 25 yards in the second half. 25. At halftime in this game, they had 84 yards. How many first downs? They had eight. So they have one first down here in the second half. One first down and 25 yards of offense in the second half of play. A dominant defensive effort last week they held Richmond to 88, or excuse me, 188 yards. This week they're going to hold Delaware to 109 yards of offense. One more time to kneel it down, and the Dukes will be victorious here this afternoon into this evening. The sun now peeking out after some bad weather early in the second half. There's the snap, and Cole Johnson kneels down one last time, and that will do it. James Madison rallies from a 10-9 halftime deficit. They dominate the second half, and they defeat the Delaware Blue Hens 22-10 for their second consecutive victory. James Madison is now 6-1, and they are 4-1 in the CAA, and they remain undefeated on the road this season. We'll come back with our post-game show as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network.